Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. On today's episode, we have fights between parents, dangerous deals, holy haymakers, and a whole lot more. Stay tuned for this week's episode of The Paper Dungeon. Welcome to um, another episode of the Paper Dungeon. Today is going to be episode five. It's freaking crazy that we're already up to five episodes. Um, this one's going to be super, super exciting. There's going to be a lot of action that goes on in this. So if you guys haven't seen the first four episodes, please go watch them. Um, all of the VODs are on our YouTube channel, so it should be super, super easy. You can also listen to them in a podcast version. Um, we're on just about every platform, I believe, for, um, for a podcast. So just look up the Paper Dungeon and you'll be able to find us in a lot of different ways. Um, we do have a couple announcements. First and foremost, this episode is going to be pre-recorded. We had some scheduling issues that would allow us to be live, um, on Monday, but, uh, most of us will be in the chat on Monday. Um, we're going to have a little party just within ourselves of being on a zoom call, watching the stream, and then we'll be in the chat hanging out with you guys. Um, so definitely still feel free to keep watching. Please keep watching actually. Um, but we'll be in the chat game to hang out with you guys. There's just a couple of us that wasn't able to make it on Monday. And because this is such an important episode, we wanted to make sure that we got it taken care of. Also, because this is pre-recorded, we didn't want to have our giveaway this Monday. Um, so next Monday, October 12th will be when we're doing that. Um, Hannah's going to tell you a little bit more about it. Yes. So in case you weren't with us last week, or just want a reminder, this is the shirt that we will be giving away. Woo, um, it's so pretty. It's, it's so pretty. The final design is by Lydia. The concept is by Grant. And I just assembled it together. So all you'll have to do is be in the stream. We will give you the keyword that you have to type. You'll just type that in the chat and you will be automatically entered. When we decide to announce the winner, whether that'll be after the break or at the end of the stream, we'll just click a little button and it'll let you know if you won. And if you did win, we'd appreciate a whisper chat either on Twitch or on our Instagram or Twitter to let us know your t-shirt size and where you want that sent. Perfect. Sweet. Um couple other things that we just want to say we just recently reached 200 subscribers or followers on twitch which is super super awesome and we had 150 downloads on podbean through all of our stuff so we just want to thank you guys for all the support so far it's been crazy how quickly things have um picked up a little bit with everything so we're just really super thankful for all of you guys um we're very happy to be doing this we love i mean i love dming for this group i absolutely love these people so I'd be happy to do it without the stream, but just getting to show this off for all of you guys as well is super, super fun, and it's always very rewarding. Um, so yeah, we really love you guys. We're very thankful for you guys. Um, yeah. So is there anything else that anyone wants to say before we get started? All right. I, I, if I may, real quick. Yeah. I'd like to say, please please don't kill us. <laughs> if you would want to know what that means, go watch the first four episodes. Yeah, cool. Well... Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started with episode 5 of The Paper Dungeon. Welcome to Nico Muras, a world full of sprawling cities and dark secrets. In the wake of the trial, a divine act of righteous judgment, the world has been launched into an era of rebirth there are those who still lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us across the continent of Talyra, from the deserts of Elon Rhine to the fields of Rivaluna. Deep in the Bloomrose Ocean and high above the Alisar Mountains, our story will see our adventurers through glory, fear, and fortune as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. 
Sorry, uh, Hannah just called me out while the intro was going, so... Um, but, we last left off. Um, our group had recently gotten together and come together really to find this kid named Samuel. Um, this is someone that was connected to Lydia, who had been lost, and they had been on the search for him uh, for quite some time now. They've been looking for the last couple of days, um, and they've gone through and traced the steps back to um, this shop that they believe the proprietor of is the one who took the kid. Um, and then they've gone through and they kind of followed the paper trail that's been left to them that has led them um, up into the very highest levels of the city of Athala um, to what is known as the Sunrise Suite, the nicest um, inn basically that you can stay at here in Athala. It's only for the truly elite here in Athala um, and only for those that can pay through uh, a couple different means with Edward and with Havel, they were able to gain entrance into this. Um, and after meeting Jericho Sedervik, actually, uh, they have managed to come up with a deal to help them come in contact with Melusina, the proprietor of that shop that they believe took Samuel. Um, after a, uh, a very tense interaction between Jericho and Havel, he set up that meeting. Um, and they're beginning to prepare for it. It's going to be on this following day um, where we left off. Havel was just heading back into Athala to go do something. So we'll start there. Havel, it is uh, a little bit of an overcast night, um, just as it was throughout the rest of the day. And it has been this last day. Uh, it's still overcast with a slight breeze. Now it's getting much darker. There are lamps lit along um, the road that lead up to, um, I believe you're heading to the temples, to the home of the gods, that area of town. Yes, um, in particular, if I could, I'm aiming for the Temple of Knowledge. Perfect. Um, let me find my cheat sheet for that. You keep going, um, wherever it went, I'll look, I'll look. Um, but as you're going, you come about three temples in, and you can see that this white marble temple, just like all the rest of them, is much larger than the rest, with a amber fire out in front of it in a large cauldron. You can see three symbols above them. Um, one of them you recognize to be the symbol of uh, Abaddon, the god that you were looking for. Um, before Havel enters, uh, is oh, excuse me. There's two temples in. Oh, okay. Um, is are the lights on? Like, is someone home? <laughs> Um, you can see that there's a few dim lights inside of okay. it, and then there's obviously the blazing cauldron. Um, if you look inside the archway, you can see that the four cauldrons on either side of the pillars on the inside, just like the other temples, are not currently lit. There's just a few um, floating lamps along there. Okay. Um, sure. I, I go to enter the Temple oh. of Knowledge, the one with the symbol of Aprion. Perfect. You go through and enter um, the House of the Ever-Knowing, that's the name of this temple. Um, you go in, it is a beautiful white building with nice marble accents to everything. Um, there's um, a little bit of gray accents actually. Um, the stonework in the bottom is smooth polished white marble with um, kind of a grayed marble pillars. Um, nice bronze cauldrons in between each of the pillars and as you approach you can see there are three statues. Um, the first is um, very, very large. Um, it's probably about seven feet in diameter, this pedestal, and it simply has um, what looks like uh, an elephant sitting on 
um, its butt with its legs in front of it, currently with two paws, um, or its two whatever, um, resting on its knees, one holding a staff, um, the trunk actually like flipped back over, um, almost like a scarf, with these two tusks coming down. Um, to his right, you can see um, Aprion, this much shorter statue, um, probably only about seven feet tall, um, very uh, well-built man with delicate robes and what looks like um, a well-designed, uh, almost like doctor's mask, like plague doctor mask in front of it. And then on the other side, you can see um, this woman uh, of fairly Eastern features, um, very typical to the features of people in East Bravania, where you come from. Uh, a little bit of Eastern features with a large straw hat or rice hat going around her head, um, just holding a single lamp in front of her. This is... So they're the statues. What's past the statues? I guess I'm going to like peer yeah. around and see what's further in the temple. Yes, yeah, so past the large statue of the elephant, um, which you would know as um, Serakogni, mm-hmm. uh, the prime god of knowledge, there is um, one of those archways that leads it back into um, a specific area dedicated to Serakogni, and then off to the right and the left, um, respectively to each of the gods, there is another room, um, a small hallway that leads to another room. Um, again, with um, specific rooms for those specific gods. Okay. Um, Havel's going to. Are there. There aren't like any offering bowls in front of the statues, are there? Or like. Not, not in front, in front of, of the statues. statues. No. Okay. Um, Havel is going to just kind of look up to the statues and. I'm going to be entirely honest, I... I don't see the appeal in all of you. Quite curious, actually, about... What makes you all so great, anyway? And he kind of walks past the statue of Aprion and runs his hand on the pedestal. Hmm. I'm sorry. (laughs) I am in your home. My father taught me better. And he's going to go into the the prayer room, he assumes, for Aprion. Yeah, you go um, down this hallway just to the right of the back wall and just follows this um, depictions of Aperion in different forms and different stages um, are painted along the walls. And as you enter the room, there's one single cauldron um, with a variety of different, um, on this like square pedestal um, with a large variety of different um, offerings left beneath the cauldron on that pedestal. Um, I say a pedestal, it's really more of like a, a probably about a five foot by five foot platform that the cauldron is resting on. Um, you can see flowers, you can see items, there's a sword there, you can see um, bowls with liquid in it, um, a variety of different objects here um, resting for this cauldron. Havel is going to 
Moani's going to kneel before the cauldron. Um, he's going to take off his pack, the small satchel to his side that he keeps smaller items in. Um, and he is going to take out the gauntlet that we got from the witch's hut. Um, and he's just gonna like look it over and go. Father. Oh, Father. I hope that you're doing well. It's been a long time. And he's gonna put the gauntlet down. I... I hope that, um... Abrion has been doing you well. I hope that the followers and the men and women that approach your temple treat you kindly. I hope the offerings are bountiful and I hope that you're able to feed the children that take refuge under our columns. I've gotten better at chess. <laughs> Gotten much better at chess. Maybe next time I'm in town, I'll challenge you. Finally, get a tick mark on my end. And, uh, taking five gold out, he's going to surround the gauntlet. With the coins. Okay. <sighs> Abrion. Father of war and sight. Knowledge and tactics. I've got myself in quite a predicament. I know I am likely undeserving. I grant this offering to you in hopes that perhaps we can be even. As my father once said, <laughs> to, uh, to spit at the sun is to see yourself wet in the face. And I've been feeling like I've been doing a whole lot of spitting to the sky now. I... I've been so long away from everything, and I find this group of wonderful people... But I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I do not know if my father would be proud of anything that I've done. I haven't talked to him for so long. I'm not asking for forgiveness. I'm asking for two things. 
Aprion. If you really are listening to a, a fool like me. I, I think I, I want you to look over my father. He is a man of the cloth, devout to you. Last I left him, though, he wasn't necessarily in the best of graces. At least not with the surrounding people, mainly because of me. Guide him well. To his health. And most importantly, right now, I... I don't need a blessing, but perhaps some insight if you could provide it. Rightfully so, for a child, I've got myself stuck into a very interesting predicament. I've given up quite a bit for a group of people that honestly I don't really know. I don't know what is it that is compelling me to help them so much, perhaps. Perhaps it is you. Perhaps it is my own guilt. They're good people. Kind people. For the most part. People not necessarily fit to be stuck with a person like myself, but that being said, we are in the situation that we are in. And I'm about to put myself in front of people very capable of killing them all. I do not need more blood on my hands. Not like this. Grant me insight. For once in my life, please grant me some wisdom. No amount of books could prepare me for something like this. No amount of smooth talking or quick wit is going to prepare me for something like this. I need insight. I feel that I'm going to mess everything up and that we're gonna all be buried deep in the ground. But maybe that's what I deserve. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. Any sinner can be brought back, right? <laughs> I'm not asking for forgiveness, though, unfortunately. <laughs> I was gonna, like, stand up and adjust his jacket. He's gonna look around. Right. Um. You can keep the gauntlet. Admittedly, it's giving me a lot more trouble than it's worth. Um. I don't know what a church would do with such an item, but uh, perhaps I could sell it. It's not the one that's most useful to me. I think, uh, I think for now, we, uh, we're square, right? I hope. 
am I doing? What am I doing? Say hello to father for me. Yeah. Either one works. And uh he's going to leave. Perfect. Um one quick retcon, uh, I was mistaken about one of the gods. It is not a Trosil who is in here. Um, as you go back, you can see that there is um, a third statue of um, Habel. Mm. Um, this very large, a little bit taller than Abrion, um, probably about eight feet tall statue of a very well-built man with what looks like a porcelain mask under his hood, currently holding a large sword, probably about a broadsword, in front of him with another set of arms made out of, instead of the gunmetal gray metal that these, uh, the rest of the statues are made out of, the second pair of arms, um, which are etched with um, delicate designs and symbols, uh, are made out of a silver that kind of come out of the back of his um, shoulder blades um, coming up and just um, kind of reaching out like this. Uh, so that was my mistake. As you go to leave, the uh, weather just worsens just a little bit, just enough that there's a slight sprinkle coming into the air. Oh, that's nice. A nice, um, well-smelling breeze of rain and grass comes through as you make your way back towards the Sunrise Suite. You go along the road, you pass the gates onto that floating stone. You go about the ten minutes that it takes to get up to the Sunrise Suite and then re-enter going back to your room. Is there anything else you'd like to do before you go to bed? Did I get my leather armor? Uh, yes, when you uh, return to your room, there is um, a stand with a stuff of leather armor on it. Yeah, no. Um, I... Hmm. Yeah, no, Havel's just gonna go to bed. What? You all find um, a night's rest. Um, these are very, very fine establishments with um, beautiful, uh, beautifully well-made sheets and bedding. It's very, very comfortable. Um, you guys thought that the 12 Platinum Cranes was like a comfortable stay compared to where you guys are at. You guys haven't even tasted luxury until you came here. Um, the best night of sleep you've ever had if it wasn't for the fact that you guys knew that you were going to be fighting a witch in the morning, at which point you all slept terribly. Um, Lydia, or not Lydia, um, Renaya, the most of which, uh, causing you to wake up first. What would you like to do? All she can do is just, she's going to quietly set up her ritual in like a tucked off corner. And she's just gonna try to do that as quiet as she can to not disturb Melora. Oi. Yeah, you go through and you begin burning your incense, set your ritual, um, repeating your lines. After about an hour, you finish up um, and nobody else is still awake. Okay. Um, so Renaya will just then settle back at her spot and then She'll just kind of look over her symbol. The rest of you all awaken. Edward doesn't get out of bed. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Melora, we'll start with you since you're right here. I rustle awake with um, Ginger. I'm assuming that she's in my lap or something. 
Yeah. Uh, she's actually curled on the pillow next to yours. Oh. <laughs> I rustle myself awake and um, I take a breath in through my nose and I smell uh, Renaya's incense and um, I just kind of turn over and I see that she's already awake. I'm like, have I slept in too long? Oh, no, I just wake up very early. <laughs> oh, alrighty then. That's very lovely. What What are you burning? Oh, um, just some incense. Alrighty. Um, are you hungry? Um, yeah. Well, why don't we go get something? Okay. And I start getting up and, um... I would like to put the flowers into my hair that I gathered yesterday and put the dress on and wear my new shoes. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, you do all of that looking lovely. Um, you guys leave your room um, to go down. Um, as we start exiting out the door, I'll, t- I'll tell Melora, um, I'll actually meet you downstairs. There's one more thing I gotta do. Alrighty, no problem. And... I invite Ginger to either go behind my hair or into my pocket, knowing what she wants to do. She's going to go behind your hair. Right. Yeah. All right. And I just make my way down. What? Sweet. Uh, Renaya, what were you going to do? So, as Malora woke up, she takes it as permission to start waking Like, everybody is okay to be woken. <laughs> so, she is actually going to go back to Havel's door. Havel, you've already been awake for a little bit. Um, you didn't sleep very well for a number of different reasons, um, kind of tossing and turning. So you're currently just laying in bed, waiting for something to happen when there's a knock on your door. Mm. Yes. Um, Havel, it's Renaya. One moment. How? And uh, gonna stretch out. Roll over. Put on my pants. <laughs> um, not a shirt, but I will slide on my jacket because I assume it's a little cold, you know, Just being this high of elevation. <laughs> and uh, he's going to make his way to the door and open it. Um, she kind of straightens up a little and clears her throat a bit. Um, <laughs> Havel, I wanted to say thank you. Um, you said a lot of things to me, and now I would like to say a few things back, if that's okay. Would you, would you like to come in? Or is this a conversation that is necessary in the doorway? Um, it, it, um, it, we... Why, why don't you, why don't you come in? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> closes the door, gestures towards the table in the corner. <laughs> and uh is he's going to sit on the bed facing the table but like he takes out a chair for Renaya for her to sit down um she goes over and she she starts to sit but then decides to stay standing <laughs> right um what would you like to talk about oh my apologies um good morning for one and I was a bit firm with you. I apologize. No, it's, no, no, it's okay. Um, uh, like I said, I I want to thank you. I 
I, I don't know what you've done, but I know it's cost you greatly, and I will do everything to repay you, but, um, this is what I know about Samuel. He is a ten-year-old gnome boy, an orphan. He's very quiet, but I know there's a lot of thought in his little head. He's not used to attention or company, so it takes him a bit longer to warm up to people. He loves books and is especially fascinated by sea creatures. I only knew him for one day, and despite all that has happened, I seem to be finding myself in the right place at the right time. At the orphanage to go after the kids, and then going after the kids has brought me to all of you when I have needed you most. Um, You've made a great sacrifice, so I ask that whatever this witch asks of me, you don't let anyone intervene. I, I don't know what she will ask for, but whatever it is, I will pay it. And I will not let your payment go to waste. Um, Renaya. That's all I wanted to say. And she's actually going to start trying to walk towards nope, the door. Nope, nope, Havel, <laughs> Havel literally, like, rolls himself over the bed at Mach 10 speed and cuts in front of Renaya. And is, like, covering the door, like, hold on, you are not, this is not okay. Go, sit down, go sit down. I actually have to go be at no, breakfast with Melora. Totally, I told her totally I'd only fine. be a minute. No, no I, she can hold on for two. Okay. You don't, you don't even have to sit down. Stay standing right there. Are I'm... you going to yell at me again? No, of course not. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh. God spare me. Um, I'm not going to yell at you again. I apologize for yelling at you. Um, okay. Okay. Yes. If you want to be in my debt, that's totally fine. What I did, I did because I wanted to. Okay? I see how much you care about this child. I see how much you all care about getting this child back. And... Well, admittedly, I... I think it's well worth it at this point. Um... I am... I am entirely okay with you taking responsibility and making a deal with this witch, but that being said, if this witch wants you in exchange, well, I'm sorry, but that's not going to happen. If she wants a piece of you, that's not going to happen. We are leaving this place whole. Understood? It's going to go well. We'll figure out a way. I understand that you want to make amends, but what is the point of making amends if you're not going to live fully to see the repercussions of the amendments? You know, I was an orphan. In fact, you telling me that Samuel's an orphan makes us all the more better. 
You like books, eh? <laughs> when I was a kid. As a child, um, way before I had memory, I was dropped off on the stair steps of a temple. My family didn't necessarily care for me. At least not enough to keep me around, it seems. So I was raised by the cloth. A temple of knowledge it was. I liked books too. They brought comfort to me. They made the world make sense. I'm sorry for yelling at you, but you do not... You do not have to put yourself in this kind of predicament. You can be in my debt, but you will repay it in another way. And I'll tell you what. You can repay it by living, Renaya. Can you promise me that? I understand what you want to do. I understand the stakes that are in play, and I understand what you're willing to do for this child, but you have to promise me that you will repay your debt by continuing onward and living. I will continue as far as I'm supposed to go. The world has no use for a dead person. Not another one, not a good one. You have a kind heart. Havel, you said something to me. And I want you to remember it. You really don't know me. <laughs> I suppose you're right. Go on then. Melora's waiting for you. Havel opens the door and lets her out. But while that was all going on, um, the three of you, Cather, um, Edward, and Tarak, did you guys wake up or do anything? Edward's awake, but he's staying in bed for now. Cather? Mm-hmm. I should unmute myself. I need to remember to do that. Um, <laughs> after I after I get up, um, and get ready and putting my armor on, I will attempt to go over, and I and Drew knows this isn't gonna work, but I will go over and knock on Melora's door. Um, you go over and knock, at which point you don't hear anything. <sighs> Dang it. Um, well, so much for that idea. All right. Um, okay. I will. Mm, I guess I might as well. I'll go downstairs. All right. 
You guys don't have to go downstairs. You're on the first floor with the dining with the dining hall and everything like that. So you go. We keep forgetting that detail. <laughs> <laughs> the tavern on the first floor and the inn right. on the second. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, you go into the dining room, Gru, um, and the first thing you notice is that Melora is a by herself and b kind of far away. Um, further more than sixty. You notice that as well. Uh, so that's an interesting detail. But you go in, um, and Melora is currently sitting by herself with Ginger on one of the chairs next to her, not on the table, but on the chair next to her, and you can tell that she's like feeding Ginger and talking to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I'll, is there like a, a morning tea at all or something? Mor- a morning something? Along the bar, you can see, um, first you can see Jericho is behind the bar, um, behind the uh, stove, Apparently cooking up a number of different things. Um, when he sees it, he goes, Ah, good morning, Catheter, I believe it was. Yes, yes, good morning. Ah, good morning to you. You have access to all of the bar, whatever you would like. Um, and you can see that there's eggs and bacon and toast and jam and, uh, like, omelets and fruit and vegetables and literally everything. There's, like, cooked salmon and there's a couple different meats. You have hash browns. You have every breakfast food imaginable. Um, the best in looking, the best thing that... The best looking thing there is the uh, strawberry crepes. Mm. They look delicate, uh-huh, uh-huh. amazing. Um, if I can, I'll just get myself like a cup of tea, just oh, yeah. like yeah. some sort of tea. He doesn't really care. Yeah, there is um, a little, uh, almost like a continental breakfast. There's a little like uh, uh, drink cart um, that has mimosas, some other alcohols, uh, fresh milk, water tea and coffee okay yeah i'll i'll take i'll just take some tea and uh thank you i'll walk over to the table that Melora's at okay good morning Melora. that <laughs> makes sense don't worry i know i know you know actually i was i wanted to talk to you um and you weren't oh you want to talk to me now that's interesting yes um I wanted to apologize. When I came last night, it was not... I wanted to talk to you. I did. Mm. And I'm... You could have fooled me yesterday, you know. I'm sure I could have. But the thing is... Look, Malora, I never meant to be rude or to disrespect you, alright? And it was never my intention to turn my back to you, all right? The reason that I didn't want to talk was not because I didn't want to talk to you and I didn't want to rely on you as a friend. It was because I felt there had already been plenty of people talking yesterday. There had already been plenty of things happening. Right, you said that. Tarak revealed the fact that we are in probably twice, if not three times as much danger as we already were. Between, with working with possibly up to two other orcs. So, you didn't want to talk to someone about learning that information? No, no. It was, um, too much talking yesterday. Too much talking with me yesterday. I understand. Well, let me just tell you, you have no obligation to speak to me, Cather. Absolutely none. So, if you didn't want to, 
then just stay within the feet necessary to, and that's just fine. <coughs> if that's what you want, I will abide by it. It is not what I want. But I'm just letting you know that you didn't have to speak to me if you clearly don't want to. Well, Laura, it's, again, it's not that I didn't want to. I wanted to. I did. But I made a choice a long time ago that I would not be a burden on people. I made that choice, my choice. And I, let me finish, I was not going to add to that list of things for people to think about and to be concerned about because we are possibly getting ourselves into a death trap today. And I was not going to add to our concern. I was going to keep focused on that. Samuel is missing. We need to find this kid before something happens to him. And I was not going to bother you with my issues. Not yet. I see I've upset you. Well, let me make it clear to you how I felt last night. So, you didn't want to be a burden to me. That's just fine. But you made me feel like a burden. Cather, you are the first person in years that I have opened up to and said things about myself. So, imagine my surprise. After a day of telling you things about me, of feeling like we're closer. You made a joke about my charm and personality, that's all just fine, but maybe part of me thought you actually liked it. And then, Fast forward, we've learned this haunting information that maybe you want to confide in a new friend about how you feel. But no, instead, when she asks if you'd like to talk to her about anything, no, there's been enough talking for today. You've had enough of her for today. So, I understand how you feel. You didn't want to burden me, alright, that's just fine. But didn't make me feel like a burden in the process. I understand. I'm sorry. I really am. And I know my words were not the best, and I understand that I chose them poorly. And I will live by that. And I'm sorry. I truly am. I truly deeply am. And I will go over and sit down on the other side of the table and just drink my tea. So Tarak has been at the bottom of the stairs for the past, like, two minutes. Uh, as soon as you got to the bottom of the stairs, you saw Jericho go around, or not the stairs, the end of the hallway. Jericho, uh, left the bar and is currently just hanging out with you, (laughs) not being in the dining area, being anywhere but. Like, we both are just, like, right at the corner, and I have just, I just stopped. (laughs) Like. So, um, do they, do they do this often? I think this is more of a recent thing. How long have they been together? I don't know. I years. It seems like it. I know. It's, it's crazy. This so, doesn't happen. Like where I'm from. Like this whole relationship is just not there. That is quite fascinating. Where, where are you from? Well, uh, Red Where West. are you from? The Red yeah, Starters. Yeah. How if you may, I don't mean to cry, and I'm not one to judge, but how would you get past the other Mountains? Ah, uh, anyway, what's with the food? Um, 
I see that it appears to be some form of strange pink pancake. Uh, yes, this is called a crepe with uh, strawberries in it. It is very nice. It's made mostly of uh, sugar. It's great. Um, along with a, a variety of other items at the bar. Anything that you'd like. And you can see that he's like he's gone over to the bar and she's kind of like guided you over, but it's like talking in a hushed whisper. Uh, <laughs> this is all going on in the, the background. But it's just like... <laughs> So yeah, I grab. Uh, I just grab a bunch of random stuff. This is the most okay. that Drac has maybe eaten ever. So, nice. uh, yeah, he just loads up a platter. I oh, sit. Yeah. I sit. I totally sit awkwardly between them. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, at each of these tables, there's uh, six seats. Um, Melora is on one side um, with a seat between her and Cather, and you just go and sit down. Oh, just right between, between them. them. And you're just a little bit too big for these seats. You kind of, like, squish in on them just a little bit. So, crepes. Crazy, right? <laughs> wow. Great. Great. Good morning. Uh, at this point, Renaya will be on her way downstairs as well. Down the hall. Oh, Renaya, it's Down great to see you. I, wow. I shoot her a look. <laughs> that girls, That girls know. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to, at this point, stand up and get myself some food. Okay. Try the crepes. <laughs> Have I, I, I'm not going to get any crepes. Renaya will grab herself a little something and then sit next to Melora, but kind of scoot a little closer. Uh-huh. Hevel's going to now dress, walk into the doorway, see, like, do a head count. Notice that Edward's not there, and immediately turn around and be like, Ugh, "This guy." <laughs> okay, uh, you go, go get Edward. Edward. I go. Edward. Yes. Um, might, might I come in, or are you are you not decent? Uh, you can come in. Okay. I open the door. He's not, He's decent. not decent. That's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm in bed. Yeah. Um so Is it morning already? You know who'd have thought? Um yes, it is actually, believe it or not. Um we're all getting food. Could we not wait just a bit? I I barely slept last night. I don't think any ba- of us did barely buddy. wink. Ugh. Uh, today's gonna be so, so crazy. Hey, and he's gonna like gingerly sit down on the corner of the bed, <laughs> and like he like lifts his hand to go place it on like his leg or ankle or something, and then like pats it, and then like decides against it. It's like, so um, yeah. Listen, um, I know you're afraid. Most people would. Who said that? Was it Melora? No, I can see it in your eyes, though, and admittedly, you don't seem like the type to do things like this. So. Um. I've never faced a witch in an orc, for sure. I mean, it would be nice to have a little bit more sleep if, you know, we're going to go against such crazy foes. Do. But I suppose if everybody's ready to go, I could get dressed and. And make it down. Do you believe that just... more sleep would prepare you for this? I don't know if I can sleep, but yes, if I could sleep. 
then yes. I'm kind of starting to hate this bed anyways. No, I, okay. okay. Up, I, I was, was going to say, I could probably arrange that, but... Um... What's that uh, no. supposed to mean? No, Do you have a spell or something? No, not quite. I'm not. I'm not a magic type. At least not like that. Um, we. Uh, yeah, we're, we're. Now, could you leave? <laughs> I need to get dressed. My yes, of course, sir. And he says, "Havel." <laughs> and he, he like takes a deep bow and like flips his jacket back and goes and it's like, "I I I will see you in the dining hall." And like he like closes the door. And he's like, "Fucking asshole!" I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so Havel, you go join everyone for uh, breakfast. Yep, yep. Havel's gonna go join them for nice. breakfast. There is a palpable tension in the air, <laughs> and it's not from the witch. <laughs> I am just nervously talking about things. Just um, so like, there I was running, and then, like, what? This wow! And you know, cheese. Where where did it come from? I was talking earlier about that, and it just goes on and on. Trying to like subtly like look at Cather and get a read on what happened. <laughs> uh, roll an insight check, Renaya. In, in the meanwhile, Havel will proceed to go get a bagel. He's going to split it in half, and he's going to put cream cheese on it. Nice. Um, and then, like, get a side of strawberries, you know, a glass of water. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. So, um, what did you get on your inside check? 17. Okay. Um, I mean, gonna, do what? Do you need to roll something, Mr. DM? I mean, I don't know. It's your passive. Ooh. What's your passive deception? <laughs> <laughs> this is called woman's intuition, crew. It doesn't yeah, involve. It doesn't, it doesn't involve me. <laughs> um, so Havel, I, I I'm so excited to see Havel now. It, oh, Havel. Yeah. Yes. What yes, Cather. Uh, what time is our meeting? Well, um. I do believe that we meet at noon. At so, noon. yes. Um, All right. Sun's high above the, the sky. And and where are we meeting? Um, well, uh, for our friend here with a bow, gestures over to Melora, um, I, and he says as he pulls out a chair and sits down, I have prepared a meeting at a theater. So there'll be plenty of room for you to get a vantage point and stay hidden. All right. Um, you are hit. You are muted right now, though, Melora. I think a silent spell has been cast on you. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Wonderful. Um, yes. Uh, the meeting will be taking place on center stage. So, um, I'm, if you would like, once we're done with breakfast, we can get there a bit early and stake out. Um, perhaps, uh, get... That would prepared. be great. I, I think that would be wise. Okay. And do, do we have a solid idea as to what the heck we're going to say? Well, I do believe that our, uh, our lady in cloth has something to say. And I, he looks over at Renaya. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> she was busy with an insight check. Um, we, they, we were promptly asked what we were going to say, and I gestured towards you saying, I believe that 
you have something to say to the lady. <laughs> um, I, I, I kind of, yes, yes. Um, if you would like, I could lead and you could follow up. Um, sure. You want to lead? Okay. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't, I'm be honest, I don't really know what her reaction to seeing me is going to be like. I have a question. I think that it might be a good idea to come up with some sort of signal for me to know that you're in trouble, because it may be very hard for me to hear from where I'll be. Um, what about this? And she, like, lays her hands like a little bird. <laughs> that would be very clear to me, however it could be clear to her as well. Oh, what, what if I, what if I, in, in sentence, somehow managed to, to bring in um, a phrase like uh, like Tower of Pisa or or uh, Avalanche. That could work if I could hear you. I have a feeling that it may be kind of I'm... hard so perhaps it could be you spill your drink or you drop your knife or something. I'm very good at stage projection but you know I like the way you think. <laughs> um, um, I, I'm also a little... I don't have any ideas for the signal. Most orc war tactics consist of very, very broad motions. Um, they aren't hard to miss. For example, most of our signals would involve stabbing the opponent. <laughs> that would be when to initiate the fight. Right. Um, but I don't know exactly. I feel like I'm not good at hiding, like, at all. But the witch has seen me. And so is that fine? And right. also, if there's an orc there, is that... I don't know how... Uh, I mean, it could be good to see the reaction of, like... I... I'm sure it would be fine. Do I just, like, go full cowl and, like, pull the hood down real low and just stand semi-menacingly behind you? Or is there something better I can do? I think that would be a good way to start, and if the situation calls for it, you could reveal yourself. I would love to do so. So, I mean, upon approaching uh, this woman, we, we do have to have at least some idea of what we're going to be discussing. Right. Um, I, I believe that we should start out with... Um, uh, maybe if we mention how the reason why we're gathering, I mean, is because she knows of someone that we need. And let's, let's just be honest, I mean, honor among thieves, well, like she has honor. As soon um, as she sees me, she'll know. She'll know why I'm there. Right then. The talking will be minimal. Right. I think, uh... I, don't know. I think some of the best conversations are had when played by ear. I... So, perhaps overthinking it too much might just complicate it on our end. Especially when it goes south. Right. If I yell showtime though, Melora, shoot her in the kneecap. <laughs> <Yes>. Alright. <laughs> 
It is at this point that Edward walks through the opening into the little dining area, yawning with bags under his eyes, and he's stretching, and he goes, Oh, good morning, everyone. I, good morning. I've, good morning. I'm very tired, I've, but I've given it thought, and if we're going to do this today, then I suppose we should all discuss a plan. Ha! So Honestly, when are we going I think to do we've that? Got it. Do, let's just play it by ear. We're just going to go in. That's. Yep. No plan. You. That's so. That's so unintelligent, Tarak. We really ought to have a plan. We should discuss this. Have a... Yes. If I may. Hmm. Perhaps it's not a bad idea for some of us to be hidden. Because if we walk into a room, they're going to be very suspicious very quickly when there's f at least five of us that they can see. All armed. They're going to be suspecting something. Um, do you want to hide in the city? I can certainly try. I would just like to remind you that there is a certain amount of feet that you can be away from me and I'll be at a high vantage point. Oh. Oh, wait, actually. Is there a... Most, most theaters have a... Kind of a, um, I don't know what it's called, I'm not a... Alcove, Alcove yes, for musicians and the like. Why right? don't... Musician, a pit. Yes. Yes, it's called a pit. I... Yes, an orchestra pit, I... yes. <laughs> I apologize, I'm not well-versed, apparently. Um... Why don't you hide in in the pit, underneath um, the stage? You'll be able to hear us well. And Melora, since you're distanced, you could um, be in one of the uh, the higher vantage points. You know the upper seatings. Um, do we know this theater? No, but we are going to go there a bit early. Try to get a good idea of it. Hey, that's, um, that's a good idea. Edward. Uh, yes, Renaya, um, yes. I know you have some um, interactions with this woman, um, but I ask that maybe you do not engage for a little while. So you, you'd like me to hide? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you can hide if you want. I just ask that you save whatever you would like to say to her for the okay, end. Okay, that's fair. Look, Perhaps I know... Perhaps just save the flirting with Look, the I'm witch not... for uh, the end of the conversation. I'm not stupid, okay? I know that she's in cahoots with this orc and there's some weird disease going around. That, to me, that's... That's I'm, kind of I'm, a red no, flag. I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> if there are things you want to say, which... Finding out that a woman that you have had some okay, more romantic. Yes. But if she towards... says something to me, Thanks. I can't stop that. No, um, let's not I would also like to say that. on the other hand, my name is kind of a lot of leverage around here. Right. So So what... so if indeed you can use that in any sort of I don't know, deal fellows make a lot of deals and I have money and so if we just want to throw that name out there say you know it might be rather convincing I would also like to state I'm I'm 
I've been practicing for a while now, and I think my illusion is getting a little better. So if you need me to be somebody else, okay. I think actually that the three that should prevent present themselves should be me, Cather, and Renaya. Oh, so I'm not good enough. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, what that's exactly what I'm saying, Edward. Yes. And and why why am I not good enough? Is it you are is it good the, enough? Uh, Ed, okay, Edward. Is it the good looks? Is it the charisma? Is Edward. it the smooth speech? Edward. Which one of those isn't good enough to make? How a much deal? time do we have until this meeting starts? Uh, Giuseppe Jer Jericho, that's her name. Jericho. <laughs> uh, Jericho comes around. Uh, yes. How many hours do we have till noon? It is currently nine o'clock. We have plenty of time. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. Also, the the, the bagels. These yes. these are fantastic. I don't know who does your baking, but please send them my regards. These are amazing. Do they have I cream cheese? They do, and it's very good. <laughs> oh, good. Hey, uh, Jericho. Uh, yes. I'd uh, like a bagel with cream cheese on it, please, as quickly right as you can. A fresh one, if you can. I can do that. Thank um, you. I will also say that our accomplice, who will be helping you follow this woman, uh, will meet us at the theater. Wonderful. Um, I will go grab that bagel. As I was saying, so I think that me, Cather, and Renaya should be the ones presenting themselves. And Edward, you want to know why I want you in the pit? It's because you don't like me. I know, Havel. No, 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 no. That is, that is, in fact, the opposite. If I didn't like you, I wouldn't have gotten you out of bed. Um, oh, so you're putting me in the seat because you like me, I'm then. putting you... Well, I'm flattered. Edward, think about it this way. Perhaps Havel wants you to hide because you'll be of more use to him as a surprise. Hey, Melora, do you want to know a secret? No. Well, I'm gonna tell you anyways. I secretly, I secretly don't want to talk to an orc and a witch. Renata, I, I secretly want, down. I want, I want to hide. I'm, I'm then messing a little bit. That's perfectly all right. Mm. Yes, I'll hide. I'm so okay with that. You guys do the talking. Okay. I'll only show up if I need to. Okay. Right. Well, I'm glad that we got that figured out. Um. Now, if it's all the same to you, um. I'm going to take a moment and actually eat my food because I I haven't got any sleep. And uh, last night was a bit of a rough one for me. So uh, please continue. I will just, you know. And Havel's going to like take the bagel and just like, uh, <laughs> just just inhale the thing like um jericho will also come back with a couple um, more bagels uh, about a dozen of bagels um and a filled dish of cream cheese and set them down on the table oh delightful oh delightful um if any of you would like one we have extras no. and i make myself a cream cheese bagel and start <laughs> politely munching on it I'll take one of the plain ones and just start periodically tearing a little piece off and sneaking it under the table. Jericho? <laughs> yes. Sorry, the, the DM, did you have something to say? I apologize, I just realized. Nope. Okay. Uh, Jericho, um, quick question. How opposed would you be if I, uh, if I had a pet present? Uh, I, 
No, but aside from not sure. Aside from the orc, <laughs> if there's something worse than an orc, it, no offense. Uh, Non-Turkin. I then, mean, I'm a little offended. I apologize. Uh, it's I actually quite that. common. <laughs> Does it make it right? Like, and uh, it, he says, "I do not care." And then he kind of looks at Melora, gives her a wink, and then walks away. And Havel just kind of looks over and goes, well, that clears things up. I suppose that she should be able to enjoy breakfast like the rest of us, don't you? Alrighty. I take my arm down to give her a place to climb up. Oh, she crawls up your arm. And um, I place her on the table <laughs> next to me and I just put, I, I tear it up into little separate pieces to make it easier for her to eat. And I just mm-hmm. place them in front of her in a little pile. Oh, she... an animal on the eating table. What are you doing? Edward, I will skewer you. <laughs> <laughs> People eat off of that. Edward. Ginger runs on the ground. Ginger stays in my pocket for most of the time. I think she deserves a little breakfast out And do you think your pocket is cleaner than the ground? Ginger will take um, one piece of bread and shove it in her mouth and then grab another piece of bread. Then she's going to scamper over to Cather <laughs> and offer it up to Cather. I will, I will, I will just, like, very gently take, take the little nibble. Uh, I will give a slight bow to Ginger before I put it in my mouth. And then she, um, she hops down in your lap, Cather, and then up onto your shoulder. I'll just kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll just skirt her behind the ear. Hevel's going to take a strawberry. He's going to take a little piece right. of a strawberry, like one of the cut up ones, and he's going to, like, yeah. hold it out and be like, come here, come here. Uh, Ginger immediately leaps from your shoulder <laughs> and dashes across the table uh, to munch on this strawberry. Now be careful oh. with that. Didn't I give her too much sugar? She'll get a little crazy. Right, uh, uh, this would be the only one. And I like, like have it just starts like petting her lightly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, true. Mr. Dian, just because the thought occurred to both me and Katha just now, how far away are our rooms? Are your rooms from from where? here? Um, your rooms are probably, let's see, the dining room is about 60 feet in diameter if you're uh, half or through 30 feet. Probably 60 to 100 feet away, depending on which one. Okay. Okay. That's neat. Hmm. Might be back to 120 feet then. That's kind of neat. Jericho! Jericho! Oh, God. Uh, yes. At which point Jericho comes bustling back over. You can see that he's holding a pot right now as he was in like or a pan as he with like cooking eggs on it. Uh yes. Oh, multitasking, impressive. Uh, I wish Charles would have done more of that. Um do you have any of insert fantasy equivalent of hot chocolate here? (laughs) Do I have hot hot chocolate? (laughs) Yes. Do you have any hot cocoa? Hot cocoa. Uh, hot cacao. <laughs> yes. hot cacao. Cacao beans are not currently in season, if I remember, but I can check. We'll see if we have that, any in the back. That would be wonderful. If you don't have any, just bring back some... Mm, I'll take some chai tea. Two, two parts, one part... No, two parts milk, one part water, and add two tablespoons of sugar, and, and then I'll be happy. Can you do that for me, Jericho? Oh, we wouldn't want you not to Thank be happy now, would now squinting at Jericho anytime Jericho comes out. <laughs> um, so what are we thinking on leaving? <laughs> um, I don't know. Perhaps uh, 
10 30 11 give us an hour time. well we we wouldn't want to deny his majesty his chai tea would we now i'm quite tired that chai tea has caffeine in it which will help me wake up for the fight so if you want me to well if there is there a fight now if you want me to be at my best behavior and best ability then you better let me have my caffeine I'm going so to, I'm, to have it, I'm but doing I'm this going for to tease you. you for it, and that's oh, oh, all righty then. Well, um, you didn't need to do anything for me. Number one, number two, I'd be just fine leaving you here. But since we're all going to be together, I suppose I'll let you have your tea. Um, I hate to interrupt. It seems like you're kind of in the middle of something, but just realized, um, we're fighting a witch. Uh, me, Renaya, and Edward are all good. I'm gonna need all all your blood. Well, not all of your blood, but I'm going to need blood from all of you. Why? I hold out my finger. Oh, thank goodness, no hassle. Ugh. Havel. I'm glad to find someone who knows what's happening. Do you need <clears throat> me to prick it myself, or oh, do you have... yes. Alright. Thank... <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> Havel flashes his fang and writes down on his thumb. Just holds it out. Uh, I do need some paper. If anyone, mm. anyone got uh, paper, I take yeah. out. Do you have napkins? <laughs> oh, they're napkins. Cloth. That would work. All right, I, That's I fine. put some on my on my napkin. Reusable napkin. Now, Tarak, will you need any from Ginger? If the witch wants to track a squirrel, I'm not gonna stop her. <laughs> Um, if we've got an hour, I'll be back. While that's going on, um, Havel actually cast Mage Hand under the table. Um. Okay, what do you do with that hand, uh, sir? No, okay, okay, one. Ew. <laughs> Two. Um, Havel <laughs> is going to... Um, Havel's going to take, um... Oh god, this, I didn't think the sentence through, did I? Um, I was going, no, just go. Th- I was going go to take it. some of the cream cheese, put it under oh, no. the table, and pass it to his mage hand. Okay. He's now going to sneakily take the mage hand, and he's going to smear Edward's shirt. No. <laughs> so, let me just get this straight. You're gonna take your cream. You're gonna take my cream. Put it on, your hand, put it on my hand. And then drag it across Edward's shirt. Drag, You're gonna you drag your cream, cream across Edward's shirt. shirt. <laughs> You're gonna cream Edward's shirt. All right, all right, move. All right, that's enough. Uh, so yeah, you do that. Does Edward notice? Oh yeah, there's cream cheese on your shirt now. <laughs> he jumps up, throwing the chair back from behind him. And says, "Oh, who did this? Who caught?" At this point, um, Jericho was just about to, like, set down tea in front of you, so he jumped back and hit the tea, and he now spills the chai tea all over your backside, oh, too. That's so oh, hot! Uh, 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 at which point, he goes and grabs the cold towel. Oh, no. who, who did this? I'm gonna have to go and wash and clean, and now I have tea. Uh, and chai tea is the dark kind. I'm, Edward, why didn't uh, your parents teach you how to eat at a table? You got cream cheese all over yourself, and now you got tea coating yourself. Go clean yourself up. Come on. This was not my fault. Are you sure about that? Something, something came up from under the table and I, smeared it on I me. I go over to Edward. It, it just, it's all right. All right. And I, oh, I will attempt to usher him away. <laughs> oh, yeah, you begin to usher him away. Oh, uh, I'm so sad. Just as you guys are getting to the hallway, Jericho comes from 
um, a back room with a fresh linen shirt um, and says, here, take this. Oh, thank thank the gods. Do they, do they get out of earshot? Uh, yeah. They get out of earshot? I, I... Wait, as he's walking away, you hear him say, you hear Edward saying like things like, well, first I couldn't sleep well, and now I have cream cheese all over my shirt, and we're going to face a witch. This is the worst day ever. Just stuff like that as he fades <laughs> as, away. As they go down the hall, Havel immediately turns to Melora and goes, now what happened between you and Cather? Uh, didn't know what you mean. Yeah, right. There's a tension as soon as I walked into the room and you guys were the first here. Renai is just like... <laughs> <laughs> Tarak is also This is why like... <laughs> I left. <Yes. laughs> oh, trust me. If you didn't walk away with Edward, I had a different plan altogether for you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> now... I, I don't care what happens between you, but if it impedes your performance today... It will not. The Have witch on. will be the last thing you have to worry about. I'm very good with my bow. I've had years to practice ignoring my emotions. Wonderful. Do not shoot Cathar, <laughs> alright? Just don't shoot them. Try to miss. I mean... <sighs> well, you can shoot them once by accident, but I right. you only get one. Understood? Just one. Just one. Just one. Just pretend the witch is Cather and everything will be good. <laughs> awesome. So, do you guys do anything the next hour and a half or so before Tarak comes back? Edward changes <laughs> and wipes off the cream cheese off of his family's special vest. No big deal. As, He's just sad. As he walks back in, I'm just, I was just like, he has his feet like half propped up onto the table. And is like mm -hmm. rocking back and forth on the chair kind of precariously and just like mm -hmm. taking a bite out of the bagel with cream cheese on it just like staring edward oh. down <laughs> hey hey um oh should i ask cavill otter even no i'll ask myself otter even even <laughs> okay so Edward would like to attempt to kick out one of the legs of the chair he's leaning back on <laughs> how are you gonna do that uh, literally walking past and then just sweeping the chair leg with his leg. Okay, that's, roll, that's roll a uh, roll an athletics check. Try to catch oh, him. God. Oh god, please do terribly. This would be so funny. Stubs his toe. <laughs> Ooh, it's only, it's about a thirteen. Okay. Yeah, you have to go in, um, and as you're passing, um, um, Havel, would you make a dexterity saving throw for me? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh. Let's see, which one of the members of Critical Role will help me now? <laughs> Let's go with... No Mercy Percy, why not? He's the first one I picked up. Wrong choice. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you should have gone with the rogue. I couldn't find the rogue. <laughs> um, his hag check was really high. The successful, yeah, still yeah, successful the rogue. rogue. High in his um, just a dexterity save? Yeah. 15, I rolled really low. Okay. Yeah. Um, Edward, you go through and you put your foot at the base of one of the back of the the, uh, the legs and just grab his shoulder and just tip him back just a little further, which point, Havel, you... <laughs> and as you fall, you roll back and then just stand up perfectly and, like, fix your vest before picking up your chair and just sitting <laughs> back down. Well, as soon and as soon as he fell, uh, Edward just glares at him and says, I saw the way you were looking at me. It's not funny, you know. I only have one of these. I 
apologize, my dear sir. <laughs> and he bows even deeper. <laughs> do, 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 would you like me to get you more tea? Here, one moment. And he like, Look, you guys, today is not the day to start picking fights. I don't know what you're talking about. Apple goes to get more tea. By the way, oh, as yeah. a note, Cather never came back. Just, just putting that out there. Oh, Cather's dead. Yeah, Cather's dead. Edward, Edward killed Edward Cather. <laughs> Edward grabs some tea and sits with his back facing the party at a different table. <laughs> Renaya's going to get up, turn to Melora. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm trusting you to try to keep everybody from not hating each other anymore, okay? Okay, and then she's gonna actually <laughs> off and try and find Cather. All and right. that was your first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go, uh, Renata, you go find Cather? Yes, I'm guessing he's in his room. See. Okay. Knock, knock, knock. It's open. She, like, cracks it open and... And like, just kind of squeezes her mouth through it. Hey, are you okay? I'm alright, don't worry about me. I'm... I'm just concerned, that's all. Actually, can I... Renaya? Yeah? You, you can come in, it's alright. Okay, I'm gonna open the door. <laughs> How are you doing? Um... Like, aside from, obviously, the whole panic of, of what's happening today, but, you know, we haven't really spoken to each other at all. No. I mean, you asked about Edward, but that was a while ago. That, that was like a side conversation while we were walking down the street, too. Like, that yeah. wasn't even really a conversation. No. Um... You know, I mean, I've been better. But Same. I've also been a lot worse, so I guess it's a happy middle. Yeah, yeah, that's probably about right. <sighs> I don't know what to do about my Um. I think... I think you just need to give her a little time. That's probably right. Unfortunately, I, that's kind of the part I hate. Yeah, but that doesn't mean avoiding her. Like, don't get don't get the wrong message. Oh like, no, avoiding no. her is going to make it don't. way worse, and then you are not going to know what to do at all, and then we're just going to be even more of a mess with each other. Yes, I, I thought we were just starting to become friends, you know. Yes, don't worry, don't worry. I I know. Um. um. Although, aside from from that, it is actually nice. I meant to say the other day, actually, when we found you at the temple. It is nice to have you around, actually, I, I'd say. Um, considering the fact that, as far as I know, really, we are the only two who have a high accommodation for faith. Um, oh, um, and she pulls out her symbol. I don't really know what this means. You showed me yours, and... I mean, it's cool looking, but, like, I don't know. Right. Well, and I'll actually, I'll pull mine out. Um, I kind of 
take it off and, and show her a little closer. And I never described mine to the group, so I'll do it now. Ew. But uh, uh, Lydia, you see, or Renaya sees, a what looks like a poorly made, handmade, uh, wood carving uh, symbol of what looks like a skull uh, that is half covered in a mask with elven features and accepts except it's a broken jagged across the face and with the part that is exposed there's actually what looks like some sort of flower growing out of it um dm do i recognize this um roll a religious religion natural 20 you don't necessarily recognize the symbol as a whole um, but after passing by the temple and beginning to pay a little bit more attention to Catherine and his role, you recognize that each of these parts of the symbol are um, parts of a different god of the death domain. So as a whole, they kind of represent the, the whole trinity of death. Um, anyway, but I personally made my symbol. Um, bef- before that, actually, my... My sister made it for me before I left home, but that got burnt. Um, but anyway, I so I made this to, and I mean, to be honest, Renaya, I don't really know uh, what how it works. I just know that for me, it represents what I believe, and my beliefs, and my belief in fate and destiny and the power it holds, and. Um, I'd imagine for you, it would mean something very similar and would mean, which is represents your connection to the person who cares about you or the God who cares about you. I don't really know anything about malice. Um, the, uh, human, uh, pantheon is not one I'm accustomed to. Um, so it's, it just represents who you follow? Yes. And my connection to them. So, who do you follow? Um... They... uh, I know them as the widow, the gravedigger, and the thief. And each part of my holy symbol represents that. Um... They are known to others as the goddess Adaria, the god Oregol, and the god Azulak. Damn. Yeah. You kind of know all of those. Um, mm-hmm. Adaria more so than any of the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of the... She's the prime goddess of death, um, and she's one of the twins. Um, her and her sister, um, Saradel, um, Saradol, um, are the two, like, big gods. Um, and so... You would recognize Adaria more so than most. Um, everyone else you've like kind of heard of, but um, yeah, that's basically what you know. I'm gonna message you real quick. Hold on. <laughs> one moment, please. Um, nothing's going on. Everything's fine. It's one totally mo- cool. One moment. Whisper, 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 whisper. Hey, whisper. You could try fine. sending private Zoom messages. You know, you could try doing that. Whisper, whisper. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Uh, 
we interrupt yeah. our week. So in the meanwhile, <laughs> um, is there? Um, oh, not a whole how, lot. How are you doing, Tarak? Yeah. I just I rip up the blood and find the you know the places where they would get most likely to be carried far away and scattered throughout the city. I kind of spread them all around. Um, <laughs> I've got a little bit of time left, so. I realized that I haven't been keeping up to date on like my kind of like daily rituals and stuff. <laughs> so I go, I find a little secluded, like, I don't know, like bench where no one walks around or okay. if I can't find one of those, just an alley. I sit down, I open my bag, I pull out my only pieces of paper that I own. Um, and I just go over my flashcards. <laughs> um, just the basic common alphabet for a little bit. Uh-huh put them back in the bag close my sack and just think to myself <sighs> well guess I should probably get headed back perfect Trek you start heading back to the Sunrise Suite which one will come back to uh, our, our heroes okay um <laughs> repeat that last thing you said for me me yeah yes. uh shoot what was the last thing I said you told her which gods you worship. Oh, right. Um, All of that. <laughs> right. And, um... Well, that's about all, really. I mean, I... I don't know much about them, to be honest. Um, and I no, was... No, no. Tell me, tell me who they are again. Oh, right. Sorry. Um, Adaria, Oregal, and Oswald. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought you said. Um... You know, it's getting. I, I came up because it's getting pretty close to time to go, right. so we should probably get going now. And she's just gonna <coughs> head straight to the are, door. Uh, are you uh, alright? I'm fine. Okay, keep calm. Come on, we gotta go. And she's out the door. Okay. Just take my holy symbol, put it back on, and tuck it beneath my armor again, and, mm. and follow her. Yeah. Um, you guys reemerge at this point. Tarak is just about to get, uh, just re-enters the Sunrise Suite. Um, you all uh, re-converge at the uh, at the dining table, the dinner table. Right. Uh... Well, hmm. oh, no. <laughs> nothing much. Your your blood scattered throughout the city. Well, scattered enough. It'll take a little bit for it to really get around. But. Uh... Yeah, you can say a thing. No, I was just going to say, um, now that we're all finally back, we should probably get going. Um, I agree. Establish ourselves into the theater. Alright. Um, Sounds Jer- great. Break. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, um, team. Jericho comes uh, from a side room. Um, you can see he is uh, no longer dressed in his typical, very nice attire of the button shirt and all that. Uh, but is in a little bit more of common traveling clothes with a leather uh, long coat on. Um, at which point he sees all you here and goes, Oh, you're all ready to go. Fantastic. Shall we depart? Are we all yes, ready? Yes, yes. Oh. Yes. Pamela. I just wanted to say that um, before we leave, I end up changing out of the nice looking shoes for the dress. I keep the dress on, I still want to wear it, but I'm going to put on my new hunting boots so that Ooh. I have the dress, I am looking very nicely, but the shoes are more for um, effectiveness. 
Okay, perfect. Fantastic. As we leave the suite, if we if we're doing that, yeah. As we're heading towards the door, Edward sarcastically remarks, "Oh, everybody, watch out for cream cheese on the way out. It seems like cream cheese is on the loose." <laughs> um, can it do that? Yes, I... yes, Edward, watch out. I hear it's attracted to rich people. Right. Well, oh, then you are all probably pretty safe then. <laughs> and he keeps walking. <laughs> I am pretty poor. Jericho leads the way um, out the door through the arch um, and then turns to all of you and says, would anyone like to ride with me? I will ride with Jericho. Fantastic. I was hoping that others would. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, he steps onto the platform and you guys begin descending. Hey, uh, DM, do I yes. notice that Renaya is giving the stink eye to <laughs> to our to our mans? <laughs> what is your passive uh, perception? My passive perception? Could it not yeah, be no. insight? <laughs> no, it would be perception. Oh boy, I am perception to see if you notice, insight to see if you know why. My passive perception is sixteen. My passive you perception is him. utter trash. <laughs> you probably don't notice that. All right. Well, I feel like me and Renaya so far have kind of developed a sort of communication with our eyes and our eyebrows. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of look at her and like lift my eyebrow in the way where it's kind of like, I understand. I understand. Like a... <laughs> okay. Renaya will give a little nod. <laughs> Who is next on the platforms? I'll grab Havel's arm and walk over. Oh, God. Okay. You guys step onto the platform and begin heading down. Who's next? I'll go next because... Okay. And I'll um, I'll ask Renaya to go with me. Renaya steps on. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys went next because you're just at the very verge of 120 yep. feet. I know. I figured, I figured it would be. So there is a good amount of pain... Um, not enough to be like serene or hot or anything like that, but it's a nagging ache that hurts and it's not fun. I swear to Cather, if you ruin my dress. <sighs> and then Tarak, you... Well, I guess I'll just go down alone. <laughs> oh! By myself again. <laughs> awesome. Does anyone want to say anything while they're on their stairs? You got about ten minutes. I hate him. I hate that man. I hate that man so much. I know. I know. I... Do you want to have a conversation with him about what he said? No. Alright. Do you want me to say something for you? No. Alright. Alright. That's just fine. I... People... Rich people think about the world differently than we do. And... It does not excuse a thing, but... Perhaps we should just distance ourselves from him. I, if it is any consolation, I didn't think that Tarak took offence. No. And that's what bugs me. Then maybe we should have a conversation with Tarak. Just let him know that we didn't think of him that way. Yeah. And we quite like his company. Yeah. That's all. Alright. <laughs> Oh, awesome. and Ginger is on my shoulder for now. Yeah. Oh, man. 
could have been the only person that would have down on If she wants to, I'll let her go down the track if that's something that she wants to do. She uh, she went down with you. Alright. Yeah, I let her be on my shoulder since uh, Jericho was alright with it. Um, I assume she's having a grand time not having to be she in my pocket. She's very happy. She's uh, she's T-posing. <laughs> King of the world style. Asserting she's enjoying dominance. the breeze through her fur. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right. You all uh, make your way down uh, within th- th- roughly about four minutes. Um, each of you um, arrive down the platform, Jericho waiting for you all. Yes. And while we were traveling down, Havel looked over at Cather and goes, Actually, this is wonderful. I'm glad that we got we, I got a little bit of alone time with you. And he kind of like, he steps a little bit, a little bit too close to Cather. You step back just a little bit, Cather, and you feel that golden yeah. bar. It's very yeah. warm. Yeah, it have pressing against the small of your back. And he goes, I swear, by the gods themselves, the death, knowledge, life, and light, that you will feel a thousand sons of pain if for whatever reason, whatever reason, your little love quarrel with you and Melora gets in the way. Are we in understanding, friend? Havel? Cather. And I, I I, stare down at him. And I know I'm staring <laughs> down at him. You are just a little like bit taller. Inch than taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> not, not by much. You both, you're both very tall. I will let nothing get in my way in helping this group find Samuel. Great, but I'm glad. And Havel, um, Havel, to loosen the tension, um, for Havel, not necessarily for Cather, he pats him on the butt. (laughs) 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 And he goes, and then he turns around and goes, right, show time. Oh, crap. Melora, no. (laughs) (laughs) Melora, you can kind of What did you say? Nothing, never mind. God, that was close. I'm I'm glad she didn't hear me say show time. (laughs) 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 What do you hear with your elven ears, Melora? That's right. Tell your elf eyes here. Show fine. And I'm like, What? I say showtime and Melora just starts shooting up the place. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically shooting Gather. Right. So, you all arrive um, on the rim of the third level. It is nice. It is still ever so slightly raining. Um, You guys have... It's super, super nice because um, the arch of the cave and the roof of the cave has been blocking the weather so you guys haven't been getting wet quite yet but you guys arrive on the very edge of um that's called the arch it's the the lip of the cave you guys arrive on the very inside lip of the arch so just about 10 feet away from you with a little bit of a sprinkle coming in from the wind you can see the rain coming in towards you at which point um jericho waits for all of you to arrive before clapping his hands together says all right we're going to the anastriana theater um, and then he begins leading you uh, to further back into the uh, into the cave. Um, as he leads Edward, you do pass your estate um, along with several of the other estates before making yourself making your way along to basically the very back to where there is a large building. Um, looks very rustic and home style. 
um, not as elegant as some of the others, not like a grand theater where um, there's massive pillars out in front or anything like that, but something that looks very homey and inviting, not intimidating by any means. Um, at which point, Jericho goes up to the first door, pulls out a key from his cloak, and unlocks it, holding the door open for all of you and bowing low. Well, this isn't too bad. I'll get there. Um, thank you, Jericho. Thank you very much. Um, and you said that our uh, estranged friends will meet us here? Yes. Yes, they will meet you here. Um, I will introduce you to our accomplice as well. Okay. Um, and after you all enter, he follows you in. Um, it's not like the huge theater. Um, probably seats about 400 people. Um, they're all red um, red seats with a gold rim around them that lead onto a pretty large stage that does have a pit for the orchestra in front of it and a large red curtain across the back. Um, it leads you in and on sitting on the edge of the stage with his feet dangling in the pit, you can see there's one man um, currently dressed from head to toe in black with his face covered um, sitting there waiting for you. Yes, Al? Um, while we were walking, I kind of paced myself right next to Melora. Okay. And I kind of tugged on her dress a little bit and like slowly started to slow down and fall behind the group. Mm-hmm. And I slow down as well. As we start to get behind the group a little bit, I kind of lean in and whisper, Melora, you mind uh, perhaps doing a bit of reconnaissance, making sure that no one else is around? I... Oh, I, I didn't mind. I, I will do that. Thank you. And I walk forward and let Melora on her merry way. <laughs> Alright, so the rest of you all enter into the theater. Melora, what would you like to do? Um, I am going to, first of all, I would like to look at what vantage points are available to kind of see what my best choice and best way to go about it, if it is the pit or if there is a better choice to have a good vantage point. Okay, so you're inside the theater then? Um, not yet. Okay. I would like to examine the outside of the theater and see if, and I know most theaters have it, mm-hmm. but most theaters have a roof hatch in order for sets to be transported inside. Yep. So I would like to see if I could climb the outside. Okay. Yeah, there's, um, it's an alley, but it's like just the two foot separation between um, the building to the next side of it and the very back side of it. Uh, you can see there is uh, almost like a rebar um, type of uh, ladder that goes straight up the inner wall um, that goes up right next to the theater, allowing you to gain access to the roof. All right, I will do that. And once I'm on the roof, I would first like to kind of take a perception check all the way around to see, um, just to see if I notice anything. Okay, roll that perception check. Okay. Um, Big things that you notice is across the street, um, and that has been the case all the way around the backside, um, are these very large estates um, that take up the vast majority of the space here on the third level. Um, They're each kind of, um, you can see they come out from the far wall uh, and go around in this little arch that then goes back in. Some of them have um, dense uh, forests inside of them, others have sparse trees, you can see that they're um, a variety of foliage, it's all very well maintained and well taken care of um, with a nice fence around each of the property lines and a little separation between each of them. Um, 
on the inner side of the wall is where all of the uh, buildings are that have to do with business or commerce or anything like that. Um, you've passed a variety of different shops and stores, um, each of them of varying heights and sizes. Um, this one being one of the bigger ones, um, and you can see the rooftops of all of those around it as well. Alright, um, once I make it to the roof, I would like to see if there is a hatch door. There is. Alright, um, is it open? Uh, you go to pull on it and it is open. Alright, I would like to open it and see just where I am in respect to the stage. Do I have a okay. straight down view? Is it at an angle or anything like that? You had a straight down view um, just on the back side of the stage. Um, so if you were to look at it from one side, you can see into the stage and then into the stadium seating. Um, not the stadium seating, but into the theater seating. Um, and then looking down from the other side, you can see basically everything behind the curtain. The curtain is basically just on the middle line of this hatch. So I get the feeling that this is probably a good place to be. Potentially, yeah. Alright. Is there a way to get in from the hatch? Yeah, there is um, There's a catwalk on the inner side outside of the curtain. Um, and there's a little ladder that comes down onto um, a small platform that then leads onto a staircase that goes down onto the catwalk. Alright, I'll start taking that just um, to go down to tell everyone. And while I'm there, I would like to examine the inside of the theater as well um, and the pit. Perfect. You uh, go inside and get down to the catwalk, at which point your arm starts stops hurting. Um, being here on the roof, you've been burning just a little bit, um, just enough. It's helpful that catheters on the inside on the stage. Um, and you go down and you can see you have a large vantage point of all of the seating, all of the upper seating and the four booths on either side of the upper seating. Um, and then you have an excellent vantage point of the stage and the um, backstage and the pit. You have basically a perfect view of everything except for the very side wings of the backstage. Alright, I would like to... Alright, I will go in the pit, but before okay. that, I would like to try to block off the hatch so that if there is any of her people around, they cannot see through it, or kind of okay. get through it. Yeah, you go back up the, the... you go back across the catwalk, up the stairs, onto the little platform that leads to the ladder, which then allows you to go up and you close the hatch and there is a bar on the inside that you can use to lock it. Alright. Um, so you go up and do that, and then you begin making your way through the um, intricate series of catwalks that allows you to get down towards the stage, um, getting on the back side of the stage, and then coming up towards um, the front side of the stage, towards the pit. Alright. Meeting up with everybody else. Edward it has, is hanging a little bit closer to Tarak, and he whispers up to Cather and says, Cather! 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 You gotta unmute myself if I want to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, yes, Edward. Hey, where should I hide? Um, Please tell me where to go, I don't know. Just stay in the pit with Tarak, and you'll be fine. In the pit? That's so close! Well, I suppose if Tarak's there, there's less of a chance I'll die. Don't worry. I'll keep you okay. safe. Okay. Can we go there's there? There's always a chance that you'll die, but I'll do everything in my power that I won't let that happen. Mm, that warms my heart. Now let's go. <laughs> Alright. Now, yeah. I have a question. So, some pits have little... So, the pits, when they're not in use have a cover over them most of the time. Mm -hmm. yep. And we didn't want that cover open because we didn't want it clear that there are people there. Mm -hmm. Some pits have a bar of separation between the stage and the pit. Is there one 
here. That uh, the bowl could be waiting. No. There's not a separation between the pit and the stage. Um, And there's currently a cover on half of the pit. Um, The other half of it has been removed and stacked nicely on the um, uh, the stage currently. You all uh, make your way to the theater. (laughs) Um, Jericho leading the way as he guides you to the pit. Um, All but Melora who uh, meets up with you guys in just a little bit. Um, At which point he comes up and he shakes the hand of this man and says, Thank you for coming. I appreciate the effort. This right here is Havoc. He is heading this operation. I bow. He nods silently. Um, Jericho, or I suppose yes. perhaps he can speak for himself. What, uh, what faction? This man deals with a variety of factions, but mostly under the guise of the Vic. Hmm. Well, friends, we're in good hands. Um, you should know he does not speak. I assumed as much. Well, uh, would you? So, so we're going to be hoping that we will not need your uh, assistance, uh, my friend. Um, but uh, one thing's for certain. Um, I'm sure you can make yourself scarce. I will have two of my men um, within the pit the orchestra pit um, if you care to join them that is totally fine um, he reaches into his cloak and pulls out two uh, um, uh, little tiles each with a little six sided um, emblem on hmm. each of them and he connects the two and then puts one in his pocket and gives the other to you I take it and then he just walks away. Strong and silent type. Do, okay, do I know what this does? <laughs> um, you recognize these as... Um, the transportation? Ways. It's not transportation, it's tracking. It's tracking. Uh, you, yeah, you know that this is ways that teams could stay organized and allow themselves to know where each other was. Uh... Um, <laughs> yes. Um, so by pressing on this, you basically get a sense in your mind of which direction you need to go and roughly how far you need to go to find your next person. Are you sure that the Mafia is not connected to this at no. all? Because this is getting real Mafia feeling. Not the Mafia. Um, I don't know why you would even assume that. Um, I well, legitimately, I'm going to be honest, this is Ryan talking because I, I, I would literally like, I... I thought he just straight up gave me like a trap card and I'd just chuck it and he'd fuck he like appear. Like, <laughs> you know, he like ninja n- like ninja blind, just like ha like you know. That's right. I choose you, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... Um at this point Jericho will turn to all of you and says, Well, if I can no longer be of any service, I will take my leave. Um, thank you very much. You've done plenty. Um do you feel oh. compensated? Yes, actually. Then I have done my job. Um, Very Jericho. Well. Yes, if, if you happen to see my father, don't don't tell him that you saw me anywhere. I see. I can do that. That's, and that's then he all. he turns on his heels, kind of clips them together, and then begins walking off. Have a good day, Jericho. You as well. 
I would like to tell Havel the things that I saw from the roof and the things that I saw from the pit and sort of say, since there is not a very convenient way for me to shoot from the pit with the cover over it, I have a feeling it may be better if I am on the roof. I, I agree with that. I would give you plenty of vision. I, do you know how much time we have or should I just go up um, there? Hmm. Uh, fellows, do you, you have, you likely have some sort of dial. Do <laughs> have a watch on you. Me? Oh, um... Does he have a watch? Telling time mechanism. Do I have one, DM? <laughs> you have an excellent watch on a chain. Oh, yes. Well, I have one of the finest watches. <laughs> one of the finest watchmakers in the city. Their name is J.R. Cowlons. That's canonical. J.R. Cowlons. <laughs> the best... The best watchmaker in the city, Othala. Yes. In that down, apparently. <laughs> uh, it's it's C A U L A N Z. It's just, Collins. believe it or not, it's Got European. It. It's just pronounced Collins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hold up a golden, the golden uh, little pocket watch. It reads eleven thirty. Okay, positions, everyone. Positions. <laughs> All right, um, I start. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I start making my way towards there, but I will um, kind of go to Renaya and sort of say it'll be all right. Dinafash. I. Yeah, wisdom saving throw. The cat. The cat is just as confused as what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think I pass with a fort a nineteen. Just maybe. You know, All you right. could just do it anyway. No. I look in Cather's direction. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just keep That's looking. That's fine. That's fine. I can I consider for a moment. That's, see, see for Drew, for Drew that's a victory actually. The fact that she would ever consider <laughs> it is a victory. And then I just go back to where I came from and I oh, will undo the bar and well, no, wait a minute. Um, before I go all the way up, can I see where the catwalk begins from where it was on the stage? So there's um, a couple different catwalks. Basically, it creates a box around the backstage with two catwalks that go intersect in the middle. And then there's one that's just in front of the curtain a little bit higher. And then there's um, that leads up to the platform that leads up to the, um, the roof patch. Could I make some sort of insight check to see if I were to be inside on the uppermost catwalk, would they be able to see me if they looked? Go ahead and make a perception check. Or an intelligence check, whichever you'd like. Alright. Make an intelligence perception check. That's what we'll do. Alright. <laughs> well, what if that's not as good as my perception? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 13. <laughs> yeah, you think you'd probably be pretty hidden. All They'd right. have to be like looking straight up for you. To, All right, I'll to keep you. the hatch closed then. Okay. Mm, no. I will keep it open in case I need to go out and can't make any noise opening it. So okay. I will leave it open, but I will stay inside for now. Got it. All cool. Right. Um, everybody else, where do you go? Um, I'm Edward, I believe you're with me in the pit. I will go wherever you go. As they start heading to the pit, is actually gonna, like, run over and kind of stop to rack. 
Oh, yes, um, Ramaya? Do, do you still have that dagger you had before? Um... Well, well will you need it? I, I, I believe... Are you talking about the dagger that uh, we I used to take blood and whatnot? Uh, uh, yeah, and I mean, it doesn't have to be that Actually, one. that was uh, that was Edward's dagger. I thought we didn't use um, that one. Because it was all fancy. No, no, no. He didn't want to use mine. But I... Yes, I have a... I have a... I have a... Some weapons, if you would like. Would you like a javelin? Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, Don't you have your own dagger? Me? Yeah. No. I, th- I thought everybody had a dagger. Does Havel, does no. Havel hear this? Um, sure. Do, do you need a weapon? Um, I, I, I... I, I don't need a weapon. I have a weapon. I just would... You know what? No, never mind. It's okay. It's fine. And then... <laughs> no, it's fine. You can have No, it's dagger. okay. It's fine. It, it, I'll, I'll ask if I need it. Who travels <laughs> without a dagger? She has a mace. I do have yeah, a mace. I suppose... I, have a pull... I like my mace. Havel pulls out, I think, I believe his last dagger. I think he did, he did something with his other one. I don't remember what, though. <laughs> I don't remember. I... He, pull... he takes it out, and he, like... Holding the blade, hands you the dagger. He's like, "Take, take the dagger." Are you sure? Like, I, I don't. I have pl- you... plenty of weaponry, and he like gestures to his rapier. He's like, "I'm totally fine. Please." Okay, and she's gonna take it, and she's just gonna kind of like attach it to her side. What? Now, if you do happen to need a javelin, I've got plenty. I'll yes, Tarak. We all heard. We all heard. You have javelins. Thank you, Tarak. Great. Glad I could, at some time, potentially be of help. Um, I will be in the pit. Uh, Edward, uh, do you need help getting down or out? I'm not a child, Tarak. Well, yes, but it's not a small. It's like, how, how deep is this pit? About ten feet. It's like ten feet. Well. I'm assuming there's a ladder or something. It's not like musicians just jump in with their drums. I don't know how musicians get in here. There is a little staircase on the side, on either side. Oh, well, in that case, there's stairs. Never mind, you can do it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So you guys get into the pit. Um, Cather, where are you going? Um, I'm just going to go over to where I assume we're going to be standing on the stage. And And I'll just sit down and close my eyes. Wait. Renaya and Havel. Um, Where are you guys going? Where's Havel going? Havel is standing center stage. <laughs> Renaya is standing on whatever side of Havel is opposite of Cather. Perfect. You guys look great. <laughs> um, <From the> flying <laughs> You We're here. Sit there. We did it. Um, and wait for just a few moments um, before... Melusina, who is also arriving early, not as early as you guys, but was trying to, um, walks into the door. You can see that she's in her black gown with uh, her very tan skin, white hair pulled up in the um, well-braided crown that she has um, normally adorning her head. Um, Her longer features, uh, very elegant as she makes her way towards the stage. You see that she walks in the door, notices you, smiles just a little, and then put your hands behind her back and begins walking towards you guys. Um, yes. Sora? I forgot to say, but um, I have an arrow ready. Okay. Edward also whispers to Tarak, "Isn't she 
gorgeous. I swear to God. You can't see her. Oh, oh, bummer. He can feel <laughs> the hotness with, from here. With the arrow knocked and with uh, with Edward feeling her presence, we're going to take our break. <sighs> so, we'll be back in like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, let us know if you guys... Not let us know, but we'll be back. Um, and then we should be good to go. We'll keep going. So, we'll be right back. All right. So, we are back. Um, where you left off, everybody had made their way to um, the Anastriana theater that's a hard word for me to say um the anastriana theater where they had begun to set up their ambush meeting type thing um they're not quite sure they don't really have a plan um they left off just as melusina um was entering through the theater and she began to walk down one of the two aisles on either side of the center seating making her way towards the stage um you guys watch as she approaches goes out left and then steps up onto the stage and bows very deeply before saying, So, I assume that this is not the meeting that I was expecting to be in. Well, that depends. What were you expecting? New life. <laughs> um, I apologize in advance, but, uh, yeah, as far as I know, I don't think that we're buying. That is rather unfortunate. Um, she'll snap her fingers and a chair will appear behind her, at which point she'll um, begin to sit down and le- magically pull the chair in behind her as she sits and then crosses her legs and holds um, her hands up, her elbows resting on the armchair, um, on the armrests. So what are you looking for then? I see that you have found new friends, Renaya. I just, <clears throat> Cather, like, moves his hand down to his hip where the hilt of his sword is. Um, we don't want any trouble. Fantastic. We do want information, though. What sort of information? If I remember correctly, you've been in my shop before. <laughs> Briefly. Briefly, I want to know, and I'm going to be clear about this, I want to know about a certain product that had moved through your possession. A boy. Someone rather close to Renaya. Leave his name Samuel, Correct. And... Might I ask, what have you done with Samuel? What do you want for him? What will you give me? (laughs) I suppose you're not asking the monetary? No. Ah, the stoic speaks. Go on, say what you were going to say. What will you take? When you were in my possession, there were interesting characteristics to certain aspects of you, Renaya. Um, and she'll reach into her coat and pull out a little vial of black, um, thick liquid. It seems that your blood has very interesting properties. 
I'd be willing to make a trade. The boy for Naya. Not gonna happen. No. That is rather unfortunate. Anything else that I could get you? I have plenty of connections. Oh, I'm sure you do. That's how you manage to get me here. But you see, there are only certain things that interest me. Things that will help me achieve my own goals, much as you use your assets to achieve yours. What else can I do for you? That is an interesting question. I do not know you all that well. I would like to know how you escaped from my hut, my home. Honestly, I would like to know that answer a little bit as well. Half of your bindings were still there, hanging from the roof, and yet the other was not. I assume that you are strong, but I don't think you are natural. Fascinating. I come here to do strict business, and I know that I want. If you will not abide to my wills, I will see myself out. So that's it. You do not want to take Renaya. You take Renaya for the boy, or we don't see the boy at all. Or I keep what I want. That is how this works. Might I ask? I don't. Out of just curiosity, what is so special about Samuel? There's nothing in particular special about Samuel. Then why couldn't you find any other boys? I have found several boys. Hmm. Right. And if we grant you, Renaya? What then? Then I will give you back Samuel. I will return him to wherever you'd like. I could even find a family for him. That would not be difficult. Like you, I have many connections. I'm sorry, but... My special property is for what you see as just any other boy. It does not seem like a fair trade to me. I can give you as many of the children as you'd like. If you are to come. Why are you after them? That is my own business. Hmm. So, do we have a deal? I don't believe we do. Very unfortunate. I will see myself out then. At which point she stands up and the chair disappears and she begins making her way off stage. Renaya just looks desperately at Havel. And Havel, from his sleeve, allows the card to slide out. Okay. And he just... He just goes... Um, he walks up to Renaya quickly before Melusina leaves fully and goes, mm-hmm. If we hand you to her... There's a very high potential that we can find you, but I have no promises that you will come back in much than, in anything less than one more than one piece. You know that, right? Yes. Let's hope that my coin carries as far 
as I wanted to. And he turns back around and goes, Melancina! She stops and then turns slowly. Yes. You said that Renai was very important to you. How many boys do you have in your possession? How many children do you have in your possession? Five souls for Renai. I notice you don't answer the question. That is again my business. Renai is worth five souls to me. God help us all. You will return Samuel and the remainder of the souls. I kind of like look back at Renaya with a very sad look. Is that a deal? I'm not the one to sign off on this contract. Renaya? let them go and you leave them alone. The boys or your friends? Both. And you come with me? And I come with you. I can abide by these terms. I will meet you back here in an hour. And then she turns on her heels and leaves. I would like to exit the hatch oh. and see if I can make out where she goes. Um, make a perception check. I, as soon as Melancina leaves, I hold up the card, signaling the the watcher to oh. start following her. <laughs> oh. 17. Yeah, so you watch as she leaves the front entrance and then um, goes to what would be the right side as she comes out, back towards where you guys came. And as you watch her go, you do see one black figure crawling across rooftops, making his way behind her. Before she goes around the edge of the wall, past where you can see. Alright. I'll start making my way down. Alright. Even after she leaves, I will, uh, I'll put a hand on Edward's uh, shoulder to stop him from moving and just hold up a finger. Uh, Edward, Edward, Edward does say in a hushed voice, they, they let her, they let Melancina take her. How, how could they do that? Shh. Why? Just because the witch is gone doesn't mean that anything that she brought with her is as well. Huh. Hush now. Edward is silent. Well, it appears that we're royally fucked. Are you sure that this is okay with you? Yes. You're not going to die. I know. Havel, are you still holding on to... It's, um almost like a porcelain token by that yeah. that card um, as you're going through it you have a um, small like probe in your mind and you can feel it uh, moving what would be southeast 
uh, getting slowly further away from you. <laughs> right. Renaya, you're going to stay here, Cather. Be her sword. And Havel's gonna start leaving. He's gonna go, Malora, you're with me. Aye, but we have a little predicament, don't mm. we? What is that? She can't leave me. <sighs> you both are royally just the worst, you know that. Um, okay, fine, 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 both of you, be the eyes and ears, cover her. I will do this on my own, then. I still didn't think that is wise. Well, then what is? Because someone has to know where she's going, aside from our watcher. And she has to be here in about an hour, and if she's not, we are I... just as dead as we started. Well, you're good with words, Havel. I then I think it'd be wise for you to be out when she arrives. She didn't see me. She saw Cather. But I think that Cather and I could go. Alright. Fine. Fine, fine. Go. Alright. Um I just go. I just start walking. Is, has okay. has Melora made her way down from the catwalk? I'm yes. I'm at the bottom now. Okay. Yes. I'll just I'll follow her. And I start heading in the direction that I saw her go. And do I get the? Mm. All right. Let me think about what it is I want to have. Sir, so, does that card work for anyone? We can try it. And I flick him the token. Catch it. Drew, um, you catch it. Press your hand on the um, six-sided symbol on the inside of it, and you can feel a probe in your mind, um, gently tracing this path of this uh, opposing card. Do I... When I saw the shadowed figure following her on the rooftops, did I catch a glimpse of where it came from and how close it was to me? Um... It came from a lower roof deck, just beneath uh, the vision of what you can see from your higher roof deck. Uh, as you like look through the hatch, you're not quite on the very edge of the roof, and so there's just that cut off the roof line, and they appeared from beneath that and then started trip, uh, going across the roofs. So. Alright. I will actually pass the towel to Malware. I take it, and um, I just go into tracking mode, oh, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, I will assist and follow her lead in whatever way I can. Fantastic. You guys take off. Um, before we go over to you, the four of you guys, is there anything that you're going to do before we jump over to Laura and Catherine? Um, uh, Edward? Uh, um, Edward, Edward looks at Track and says, I have to ask them one thing. I'll make it quick. Is that okay? That's fine, but be warned if they are still here, then they will know where you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, here's what I'm thinking, Tarak. If Cather's gone, wouldn't that be suspicious? I, I can make myself look like Cather. I just, I just won't say anything. But I could stand there. 
go <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? I don't know. That means you'll be in plain sight. It would be a big help, but I won't force it on you. I don't want to make this decision, Tarak. Tell me a yes or a no. Does Havel hear this? <laughs> yes. At this point, you can hear the, the gibbering. You can't quite make out what it is, but you can hear them jabbering beneath. Hmm. <laughs> Tarak, what is it? What do I do? I look at Edward. I look him deep in the eyes. And I say, Edward. Yes, Tarak. It is very unlike you. It is very unlike you to let someone else make your decision <laughs> for you. Hmm. You're not wrong about that. If you're going to be so proud about being able to talk and be this educated man, then an educated man should make his own decisions. Hmm. Fine. I'll give it a shot. Plus, I kind of want to see her Good. face again. <laughs> and he, at that, uh, oh gosh, I can't believe he's doing this. Uh, he'll he'll cast disguise self and try to match his height. Okay. And just full Cather. Uh, I am Cather. Quick question: How long does disguise self last? One hour. Okay, so you would know that. So um so so she'll be she'll be back uh, in an hour. So so wait like forty five minutes. So Edward. Oh okay okay okay. Never mind then because whatever. <laughs> He'll wait. Anything else that you guys want to do? Um, Havel's gonna look over at Renaya. And um, <laughs> he's going to like look her dead in the eyes. And no, he's going to look. Well, one, the look is very stern at first, and then it almost turns into defeat. Like, you can see a sort of sadness in his eyes, and he just goes... I'm sorry. There's nothing to be sorry for. No, 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 no. I... I came in here expecting to leave with all of you. And we're going to be one short in about an hour. I don't expect it to stay for that long. Like that. You're braver than any person that I know for willing, willingly giving yourself to this woman. remember what you promised me. You're going to atone for your debt by staying alive. Okay, and I, I keep many marks on my debt. So... <laughs> If I find out that you are not going to fulfill that debt, I will chase you into the nine and force you to fulfill it. That's fair. 
Alright. I hope we got plenty of time to kill. You want to go check out the costumes? Yeah! <laughs> Did you hear that, track? They said costumes. Aww. Maybe I could have one. Maybe there's one. I... I, I just... I just point and shrug. Oh, Edward, Edward runs up the stairs and said, uh, Costumes? Did somebody say costumes? I want to have a look. Yeah, we're going to go look at the costumes. Do, Please. Do you think I could have one, maybe? Um. Oh, wait, that would be stealing. That's wrong. Te oh. te te <laughs> technically speaking, that would be wrong, yes. Hmm, I'm not used to that. Well, we can look at them, I if guess. If you borrow it for a period of time and, I don't know, potentially mail it back, I'm sure they wouldn't oh, miss it. But what if they need it, Havel? Then I ha I'll just look. We'll but just what look. if we need it, you know? I'm just <laughs> Okay, Havel, we're not taking a we're not taking a costume. Okay, we're just, just gonna look. I Let's go. I wasn't advocating that, I was advocating borrowing it, but sure, we can go by what you say. <laughs> Hopefully no black smoke billows out if we borrow borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> he starts walking towards the costume. <laughs> So, with you guys merrily trying to distract yourselves from the intensity of the situation, we will cut over to um, Cather and Melora. You guys exit the theater um, and briskly begin making your way uh, southeast towards the front of the third ring. Um, as you get past the arch, the um, rain begins to fall on your skin as you feel it through. And then you guys begin making your way what feels like off off kilter um you were making your way southeast and then as you come around towards the front you can tell to your left um is still where they're going uh, and so you have to make the assumption that you have to go down the stairs and through the lower level heading um further east and so you do that begin making your way down before eventually making your way you actually manage to catch up just a little bit as you're walking much faster than she is and they're following through and you can see, you can't see the man that you're trying to follow, they're tracking, but you do end up catching a glance of Melancina. She goes down to, you guys have made your way down to the lowest level um, and have made your way past a couple of the courtyards to the large um, arching staircase that goes down um, with the arches beneath and inside the inner wall there's a little door that she goes up to and produces a key, unlocks it, and then follows in. At which point, the door closes, and you can see um, you guys stay back and watch for just a little bit. And this black figure approaches the door, pulls out a couple tools, jimmies it for just a little bit before unlocking it and going in as well. Um, do you guys follow? I didn't have thieves' tools myself. You go up to the door and it's unlocked. Catherine. Hi. I know you're not the dexterous type. No. Stealth and being careful is very important right I now. I agree. I, if you don't mind, I uh, dang it. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll begin to take off my armor. Okay. Um uh, you d Okay, roll just this just a real quick thing. Roll a uh, dexterity check just to see how quickly you can get all this armor off. 
Um, normally it takes about 10 minutes to dawn and yeah like uh, not 10 minutes to, to take off it's like it's like a couple minutes to take off what, okay, okay. what if what if in the least awkward way possible I help him okay <laughs> yeah you guys do strip I, down okay now, are you, uh, do I need to make a check if she's helping I don't know nah, I'll, I'll say it's fine okay um you guys are you doing this on just on the inside of the door or outside the door uh uh, outside. Yeah. Okay. Where do you leave the arm? I'll just. <sighs> so uh, is there just some back alley very nearby? Actually, is there uh, an inn nearby? There. Um, yes, there was one um, back a little ways. Uh, you know that there's the twelve cranes right away. Okay. Um, that's the first one that comes to your mind. It's a little ways away, as okay. it on the very front uh, courtyard. Um, and you don't see another one nearby? Right. Screw it. I'm just gonna- I'm just gonna take it. Is there just some dark alley? There's a couple different ones near you. Is there- yeah, what's- what's the- what- what does the ground look like? Is it stone? Like yeah, mud? it's cobblestone. Cobblestone? Okay. I'm just gonna find some dark alley. Gonna throw it over there. I'm gonna keep my shield on my back and my sword on my hip. Okay. Alright. You do all that, you stash it. Um, and then you begin making your way over. I'm assuming you guys go through the door. I when um, the shadowed figure opened it, was there a creak? No. All right. I open it slowly and I leave it open for a catheter to get through, right. and I very slowly, carefully close Perfect. it. Close it. Do you lock right. it behind you? Well, no, because he didn't lock it, so that would be quite. Suspicious if he were to discover that. Okay. I will leave it. You guys. What do we see? Yeah, you turn around and there's a very dimly lit hallway. Um, and immediately you can hear um, this gentle roar around you. Um, this flow of, of water, this large flow of water. As you guys begin making your way down a tunnel that's just ever so slightly dimly lit, um, it, the roar gets a little bit louder and louder and louder until you eventually find a staircase that goes down at which point you make your way down the staircase and then into another hall you can see that there's just a branch off the side at which point the roar of this is getting much much louder you guys peek your head just around the corner of this side hallway at which point you can see it opens up into a very large uh, cobblestone room with these four rooms one in each corner and a door on each side Past it, there's a hallway that where that running water is coming through. Um, you can see that you go down a hallway that just goes down the stairs a little bit, and then there's some roaring water. Um, and you can actually hear screaming right now. Not um, screaming as like uh, like people in pain, but like yells of surprise. Um, and there is a large crash before um, what you hear is to be some chanting. And as you begin making your way around the corner, you start looking forward and you make your way about halfway into this room before you're pulled into a side um, side hallway of these two rooms, at which point the cloaked figure grabs both of you and is covering both of your mouths, holding you against the wall. And he lets go and kind of covers his mouth just a little bit before allowing all three of you to peek out. Um, you can see, now that you're in this, you're in the large room, there's two rooms that you passed on the two front corners, and then there's two rooms that you are uh, in between right now. And then in between all the rooms, there's a staircase that goes down into another hallway, and that's where all that rushing water is. Um, 
and that's where all the noise is coming from. What would you guys like to do? I want to investigate the Russian water, but is that wise okay. of me? <laughs> I I leave Ginger with Cather, and I say, stay okay. here, and I very sternly, very quietly talk to her, and I say, no, if anything happens to me, you are going to stay with Cather. Do you understand me? No wandering off. Nothing. She looks kind of confused, as this is the first time you ever really, like, left her with someone else to keep her out of danger. I know. Before she just kind of like crawls up Cather and then almost reluctantly and like a little confused kind of sits down on his shoulder. I scratch her behind her ears before I go and I say mm-hmm. alright I'm going to go investigate this. I don't know if you want to just stay here or if you want to do something else but I, I need to see what this is. Don't worry. Um, the cloaked figure then looks at you both and makes a slight bow before um, handing you the other card and begins making his way back where you guys right. Excellent. I will uh. very, very carefully start making my way down with... First off, what is the staircase made of? It's just made out of stone. It looks like it's been carved out of the mountain right. as well. I will go one step at a time to see if any sounds change as I go down. Okay, go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. Uh, Alright. 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 Uh, non natural 20. Perfect. So you come out of the hallway and make your way about 20 feet along the outer wall of this one room before going in a little ways to get yourself to the staircase. Which point the staircase only goes down about 10 feet, which point you're in a hall that lasts another about 15 feet or so. And you stop at the end of the hall, and in front of you, you can see there is a large pit in the center of this very, very large room. Um, on, on the two left and right walls, you can see that there's two pipes coming up, each one with this roaring water coming out of it. And as you look at it, it looks like sewage is coming out of these two pipes that then flow down into these um, these channels in the floor that have bridges going over them and empty into the pit in the middle of this room. On either side, between the two, ton- the two um, pipes, you can see that there is um, a small archway. And as you're looking through, um, for a moment, it's just the the yelling stops before, and it's just the, the roar of the water before, out of the left side, the inner wall crashes in as you see this um, large woman, probably 15 feet tall, pale skin with like a black, um, like tint to her skin. There's not hair on her head, but this black tint that kind of frames her face and her hair that goes out into these large black horns comes out from behind her with these spindly arms into this black cloak that's flowing with shadows. And there's this eminence of cold as she goes flying backwards over the pit. And you can see this uh, a little bit shorter, only about 12 feet tall um, creature, this gray being with long extended arms um, and this faceless feature with uh, almost this uh, 
this tower coming out of his head. It almost looks like a like the root of a tree, like the trunk of a tree. Uh, not made of any branches or anything like that. All this very skin, um, like uh, smooth gray skin with wrinkles in it um, and a little glow of light. You can see he's covered in scratches and gashes um, and he tackles this woman and she goes crashing through the other wall. Um, at which point you can see Melusina comes running out of the hallway, um, kind of looks around um, in a panic before she begins making her way um, further into the building or into the tunnels. Um, you can hear crashes and um, a large variety of noises. Uh, and as you get a little bit closer, you can see into the side hallway on the right side, and you can see that there's a huge table, probably about 40 feet long, um, that has now been flipped over. And uh, this gray skinned creature is using it as almost like a kind of a shield as this black or this white lady with the blackened hair um, or the blackened tones and the horns is almost like pressing down on him. And as she is, frost is coming from her hands as she spreads uh, across the table as she's pushing down on this causing the wood to splinter and crack um, before eventually the table splits in half from almost not splits in half but shatters as this large strip of ice has encased the wood um, causing him to crash over the grayskin creature and then she kicks him in the side causing him to fly over to the side of the wall which when you can't see what she does next um, there's a few more noises and crashes and you sit there almost petrified as you don't really know what to do. And you sit there and these noises continue. What are you going to do? Well, first, I'm going to take a moment. Um, have I ever seen that faceless figure before, whether it's depicted in a disc or anything like that? Roll a religion check. Eleven. You don't recognize who this is. That would be... Oh, yes, there was. I'm so sorry. Yes, you do. You would recognize this as Malice. I'm sorry, I thought I... For some reason I only remembered you seeing the symbol. Yes, you recognize this as the Statue of Malice. Right. Do I rec Do I recognize the Horned Woman, then? Um, we'll say that your religion check was for that. Um, at which point, no, you would not. Hmm, that's very stupid, Mora. Don't do that. But also... <clears throat> but no, that would be very dangerous. <sighs> There's another large crash in the side room. Ah! Uh, um. <laughs> Uh, while she's trying to figure this out, Catherine, are you going to do anything? Did I, by chance, hear any of that? Yes, all of it. Yeah. And was yeah. does it sound like it came from the direction that Melora went? 100%. Okay. I will do what I can to very quietly <laughs> make my way over to where Melora And was. I will start quickly but quietly heading back towards where Catherine was because... I was, was about to intervene, but then I thought that's not very smart of me. I, I feel like I should have <laughs> more than one person. Uh, so I, I go back to get him. You you start to head back, Melora, at which point you like turn around and take like two steps. And then when you look up, you almost run into Cather in a very familiar fashion. Um, are you right? At which point you guys I, are there. I heard a... Cather, 
Catherine, you look past her and you can see that same scene. Um, now the left wall is basically collapsed inward. There's a large jagged arch through it, at which point there are two pipes, one of them craning and spilling sewage out in a, uh, in a random direction. The other still in its um, upright position, pulling, uh, pouring sewage out into the channels. Um, and then on the right wall, you can see these two more pipes, um, at which point there's another hole um, that had been broken inwards towards the room. Um, and that's where most of this um, noise, most of these noises are coming from. It's hard to hear, and well, it's hard to hear some of the smaller noises. It's just the really big noises, as there is a large downpour of sewage um, in front of you. Um, but that is what you can see right now. And do I, per per chance, recognize these figures? You don't. You haven't seen either of them. Uh, from if, the angle that oh, you're in, okay. you can't see into. If, if I walk over slightly and just peek my head in. Like yeah, so you begin, so you make your way over to the right side. Uh yes, if Malora okay. doesn't stop me. <laughs> I keep my so finger you make your way as yeah as well. yeah, very quietly. Um, you make your way over about ten feet, which allows you to cross this bridge going over this channel of sewage. Um, and you look in just ever so slightly, at which point you can see um, what you would recognize as malice to be holding this woman. Um, kind of one hand on her abdomen and another hand kind of beneath her head holding her up against the very far back wall at which point you can see there's a large mural um, of different arcane symbols and designs um, and in the front of it there is um, this um, shard of ice with these two black horns coming out of the middle of it and you can see um, as Malice is pushing it on her his hands are beginning to glow and um, rings of arcane symbols are beginning to um, wrap around his forearms um as you guys sit there you hear in the distance um this a few cries um of what sounds like children i i turn to malora you guys guys book it over back around around the pit to um the other side where they kind of caved in and you guys enter into this room, this very, very large room that has an L off the side of it. And you can see that there are not cages, but they're also not prison cells. They're kind of this awkward in between where they're not quite as big as prison cells. And it's not like they're all built into the wall, but they aren't quite like cages for animals either. And it's awkward in between. And you can see there's a large number of them, probably 20 or 30 of them within this one room. Um, currently, there's no kids in any of them, but you can see that there is an L. And as you go back around, you can see... Um, there are two kids in two of these cages. Um, one of them to be a small gnomish boy, kind of huddled in the corner, and the other one um, a little bit of a chubbier, um, a little bit of a chubbier, chubbier human girl. I approached the gnome boy. Okay. Um, he like backs into the edge of the corner. Of the I edge put of the my cage. hands up to show I didn't mean any harm. Is your name Samuel by chance? I'm a friend of Renaya's. You can see as soon as you say his, her name, she he like peeks up a little bit. Would you like to come with me? Uh, glancing around, do I see any like keys anywhere? Do I hear anyone walking nearby? Do I hear any? You voices? don't hear anyone knock, walking nearby. The only thing that you hear is the sewage and the uh, what is now almost like um, this charge sound like you can feel like something's like charging for just a second and then there's a um, kind of this pop at which point it actually pops you guys' eardrums um and as you kind of come back to you and readjust you no longer hear any fighting over there as for the keys you don't see any keys okay 
can I investigate the not cages, not cells to see how you open them? <laughs> okay. Um, there is just a simple latch in front of it with a with like a padlock on it. You don't by chance have a hammer. Um, right. Well, I I have. Here, let, yeah, let me see. What's in my What's in my explorer's pack? I have. <laughs> right now. I have a question. This it could very well not work, but okay. could I try to use one of my arrows in the lock? In the lock, like a like a lock picking sort of, just to see if I could manipulate it in such a way. Um, probably not, as the arrowhead is just a little. It's like wider than the actual oh, right. key slot. Do I get the feeling that the rushing water is loud enough to cover a sound such as breaking a lock? Probably. It it, it would depend on how loud it is to break the lock. Yeah, your experience with breaking locks is about minimal, right. so. I really wish Havel was here right now. I really wish. <sighs> um, okay, real quick, divine sense. Um, faith theater undead, right? Sixty feet, yes. Okay. Um. um I suppose you do feel one undead. Where? Um, in the opposing room. In the opposing room. Mm-hmm. Okay. How far away is this room? It is, let's see, you guys are around here. You going through diagonally through the walls, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 45, 50, 55. It's just on the very edge of your 65, or your 60 foot range. Okay. All right. Um, just so you know, there is an undead presence about 60 feet that way. So if we do make a noise, we're going to have to move quickly. All right. Do you have... I forget. What kind of uh, weapons does Cather have? I have a sword. Cather currently has a long sword on him. Do you oh, think right? you yeah. could use the end of your sword like you would a hammer? Well, to give it a shot? I back away and I, I let him try. Roll an athletics check, bro. Okay. And if I can... Ooh, man. I get a bow and arrow ready at uh, the door, just in case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of stick it in there. And just slam into it as hard as I can. Just kind of... Roll just, that athletics check, boy. Yep. Alright, oh, no, no, I'm not gonna use that one. Ah, uh, uh, oh dear, oh dear, pressure, pressure! Okay, okay, that could be better, could be worse. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, you go in and you manage to, like, dent the whole cage, um, causing the wire bars to, like, collapse inward. Not to the point that I think you can't have access to it, you don't break the lock, but there is now, like, a. a Crater in the cage. Okay. All right. Uh, does anyone come? All right. No. No. Um, okay. I, I point him to the other cage of the girl, and I can I know that there's a crater. Can I? Am I strong enough with a 
uh, with a ten strength to try to help Samuel out through the crater. So the 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 wires didn't break or anything. But did like they that? bend the, the small like? Wires. They bent in, exactly, yeah. So now there's, like, a dent in the oh. cage, quote-unquote, but there's not, like, a hole right. in it yet. Can I... Uh, Ugh, I really wish I had magic heat metal. <laughs> <laughs> same, um, same. Okay, although, okay, so actually, looking at the cages, does it look like... Has the door been, like, weakened at all? Like, does it look... It, it looks like it. it. It's very like contorted and jagged. It's just barely holding on. The lock is actually like stuck in an upright position okay. from the the pad. I'd like the, to try to lock, kick like, the lock. I was, yeah, <laughs> okay, I was gonna say, can we just like kick down the door at this point? I I tell oh, I tell yeah, Samuel um, to back away so that it doesn't like hurt yeah, him. Yeah, it's not overly big. It's about five feet deep, so he gets back about as five as back as he right. can. Are you guys doing this together or separate? Um. I quite like together better. <laughs> okay, sure. All right. Awesome. One of you roll with advantage. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, 15 with advantage. Okay. Um, I'll say with both of you having done the 15, you do enough damage to get um, some of the poor um, welding work on the corner of the cage where it's kind of collapsed into... Um, break a little bit, causing there to be about three or four of these prongs that you could bend back in, yeah. uh, allowing for Samuel, being the small gnome boy that he is, only about a foot and a half tall, to kind of fit through. Um, he does give himself a good cut along his ribs, um, but he manages to pull through, at which point he just like jumps into you. Alright, um, do I get the feeling I could carry him if I had to? 100%. Mm. This guy's like 20 pounds. I... Uh, if I may, real quick, as soon as he jumps out, I will yeah. take out Ruat. Oh, right. And, and I'll cast right. cure wounds on him. Um, Perfect. And it, and actually I'll roll I'll roll for my for my uh the the for the, the daily whatever thing, recharge or okay. Perfect. Ooh, that's yeah, good. I think you'd only use like two, so Yeah, I'm back to full charges now. Fantastic. And now I just use one. I, um, and after that, I'll make my way over to the other to the other. Page. I was I was going to say I don't feel right about leaving her. This time I will help Five. him. I will help him this time because <laughs> it, it occurred to me that perhaps I should not be the one rolling because he is the stronger one and would be able to add more to the roll. But potentially, um, although you can roll better, <laughs> I I. Awesome. Cather, um, make an athletic check with advantage. Alright. By the way, Samuel got five points of healing. Perfect. Whoo! Alright, so that was with advantage. A natural one and a natural nineteen. So a total <laughs> of twenty-four. Whew. Yeah. This time you kind of like know where the weak spot on the lock is. You were thinking about it and you can see um, right where the weak spot is. And so you go in and you take the palm of your sword, um, which is like a good chunk of steel. Yeah. Um and you just crash it down, um, Melora almost like pushing on your shoulder blades as well to help with it, causing the, the lock to split um, enough for you to unlock it and open the door. Okay. Uh, it's You said it's a girl? A little girl? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll just, if she'll let me, I'll pick her up. Yeah, she does the same thing. As soon as you open it, she like jumps into your right. arms. Okay. I... Put the sword away. I... I, um... I let Ginger uh, run across my arm from Catherine. 
Um, and okay. I look at Samuel and I say, "All right, we are going to run. It is very important that we stay as quiet as possible. All right, I'm here now. You're safe." And I just take him and I I hold him in in a way like to his head facing the back and mm-hmm. my my mission is to get out. Also, oh, real quick, yeah. divine sense again. Yeah. Okay, there's still that one undead. Okay, cool. Is it in the same place? Does that does that detect uh, that? It's about five feet closer. Okay. <laughs> okay. You guys go around the corner um, and back into the drainage area, um, at which point you look into the cavern where there's that lobe of the arch, and you can see, um, just as you're rushing past, you can see what you know to be malice um, on the ground, just laying there with several large gashes um, in his body. <gasps> Uh, I'll run over to him. Do we oh, see anyone else yeah. before he does? You don't see anyone <gasps> else. Did I? Um, s- and does does it seem like this is the source of my divine sense? I'll say that it lasts just long enough that you can tell that this is <gasps> the source of your of your sense. You guys go over to Malice, um, and he kind of slowly looks at you, um, and just I stay by waves. the door, ready to go. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll set the kid down me. and usher usher her towards Melora. I take her hand. She goes. And I I look at Cather and I say quickly and then run. And I start running. Right. Okay. I'll just kind of look at him. Do I get the sense? Is this a real malice? I uh, I don't have any roll real... Roll insight check. Sure, cool. Thank you. I don't have really a, any real way to base it, but you know what? Let's use this mm-hmm. one. Okay, that's a number that exists. Insights 14 or, or oh, 13. Um he looks like Malice. Yeah. Um but he's undead, that, which I don't like. Yeah, it's interesting because he doesn't seem like any undead that you've ever heard of. Um he has no aggressive nature to him aside from obviously this fight. Um as you're looking at him, he kind of waves and then he sticks out his hand. Um, and kind of rubs his fingers together and this little pink scarf kind of comes out of what he uh, forced and then he just kind of like sets it down on the ground before like slowly like getting up and begins making his way towards you Mm -hmm. at which point do you move? Mm, No. Okay. He makes his way over towards you, like sets the scarf down in front of you, and then like with one finger, because his, his hand is as big as your body, yeah. just kind of like touches you on the head and then uh, like starts crawling towards the pit before he falls into the pit with all the sewage. I'll just take the scarf that he, that he set down. And I'll catch up. To, I'll, I'll make kind of lightly, quick, quickly, but quietly jog back towards Melora yeah. to catch up with them. You start to jog back towards Melora, which is perfect because you're just about at the 120 foot range. Which point you guys begin booking it back through, uh, back to the, the room with all the other rooms, up the stairs, through the little bit of a hallway before coming out of the doorway into the first level of a fall. Oh my god! It is raining keep, and it has begun to downpour. I down. keep okay. running. I. I yeah. keep running. I am not going to stop running for a good long while. And um, 
is it at all possible for like on the way like just oh to get the armor my, of grab course my, grab my armor and swing back around <laughs> uh drew roll a uh d6 for me sure oh, oh, no. see if it's stolen or not <laughs> that's fine i don't care two your stuff is not stolen nice oh. cool i i real i, I like running like i scoop it up and just like just hold it on my shoulder as i keep uh running. dm do yes. i can I guess how much time has passed and how much time until they are expecting Melancina again? Roll an intelligence check. Can I do the same? Just cause. You can give her advantage. Sure. Yay. I'm like, ah, well, the sun's up there. It's, you know, Natural 20. There. You Natural 20. Nice. Natural 20. You guys know that you're like right on the cusp of an hour. Oh, um, okay. You've had to go through all three um, levels and then experience all this. Hold on, I stop Catherine for a second and I say... How do we let them know not to let Renaya go? We have Samuel. She does not need to go. Um. Oh, dear me. I wish I had magic. Um. Uh, okay. Here's an idea. All right. Here's an All idea. Right. Um. Um. The squirrel. I. How fast? <laughs> Ginger is very fast. Because she doesn't have to walk on the streets. I. I. I, I keep Samuel and I scoop Ginger out and I say, Ginger, I have a very important mission for you. She stands proudly. <laughs> you, you know, you know the way back to Havel and Renaya and all them. I need you to go and I need you to get them out of there. Please. I love you. Uh, she books on out, jumping out of your hands, at which point she scampers off and then, um, you can see she begins heading towards, um, you guys are about halfway up the staircase now. Uh-huh. She's leading up to the second floor, so she gets all the way up there and then disappears behind yep. the second wall. Do we have both? Uh, we have both the tiles, right? I, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. I. Yep. Alright. Um, <laughs> well, that could have been. Oh, well. Alright. I keep running. Um, <laughs> yep. Keep, okay. keep running as quick as we can. You guys. Start booking it back up. And I'll, at, at, at some point, yeah. if, if I have to, I'll, like, scoop up one of the kids in one arm and, like, the armor in the other as we're running. Um, if you do that, the, your armor is actually heavier than either of the kids. Probably. Um, so, if you'll do that, I'll have you make an athletics check if you're going to do that. Or a constitution check. Um, how, how, well does, how well is the kid? The they're, they're both probably about 10 to 12. Well... She, the kid is doing a fairly decent job of for, keeping up for with now, you guys. For now, yeah. It, it, yeah. If 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 she's do, if she seems to be doing fine, then I then I won't I won't do that. Cather, okay. should uh, we yes. go back to the twelve platinum cranes so that the children can be safe? I we probably should. I mean, I didn't think it wise to go back to the theater with them if that's where Melancina no. is going to be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Is there another place? I suppose, I mean, we could go back to the, to the suite. Oh, the Sunrise that Suite. Seems, I... That seems like a place that they would likely go afterwards. And there are, there are many, many rooms. I do... Oh, alright. Let, let's go there. Yeah. Although, okay, quick question, Mr. DM, actually, now that I think about it. As, as we start making our way that direction, does, is the 12, which is closer to the theater? The, the 12 Platinum Cranes or the, the Sunrise Suite? Um, it's interesting because the 12 Platinum Cranes is on the second level, 
but the Sunrise Suite is above the third, at which point the theater is on the third level. So, as far as, like, which would be quicker to get to, it would probably be the 12 Platinum Cranes because you could run the whole way there versus having to are, stop and wait for the elevator to get you up to the Sunrise Suite. Are there different ways to go? Like, are we on the path that Melancina would be taken to get to the upper ring? You don't really have a way of knowing that. I... Maybe. Are, are we taking, like, the common road at this point? You're taking the the most common... You you guys don't know of another way to get up the levels aside from the main staircases. I start suggesting that we zigzag. We are heading in the same direction that she is going to be heading with the children. I don't think... Is okay. Would we have technically theoretically uh, passed the twelve platinum crimes at this point? Uh, you guys would be pretty close. Um, you also know, well, tech, kind of. Um, that, so to get up to the third level, there is uh, a staircase that goes up on. Let's see. If I remember correctly, so there's two staircases that go up on either side. So you guys would be going up the right staircase to get to the second level, and there's another staircase that goes up the right side to get up to the. Uh, well, actually, no, to get up to the third level, there's a center staircase. So you guys would have to pass the center staircase to go over to Platinum Cranes as it's on the west side of the city, and you guys are currently on the east. Alright. Yeah. Okay. So, at this point, you guys would know that it's, about, it's basically been an hour, um, and you guys make your way up the stairs to the third level, and then head over to the arch that will lead you to the Sunrise Suite, yep. and begin making your way up there. The rest of you. You have enjoyed about half an hour or so of looking at costumes. There's a little bit of tension in the air. You can tell that you're all very, very nervous. Um, and after a little while, Havel, you know that you probably have about five to ten minutes before Melissa should be arriving. You are currently muted. You're muted. <laughs> ah! <laughs> there you go. Ooh, that was Sorry. Um, right. <laughs> so one, for the past like 10 minutes or so, Havel has been trying to figure out how to take off a hat that he put on, forgetting that he had horns for a brief moment. <laughs> so he's just driven holes into this like really like wide brimmed hat and has been like trying to take it off, but it's not quite working. Uh, um, now realizing the time though, he just leaves it on. It's <laughs> 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 just like... Oh, um, I, I think, I think we're almost at our time. Um, oh, really? Oh, my. Okay, yes. uh, give me one moment. Edward runs off stage, and then okay. he kind of hides behind the bottom of the stage, and then he okay. casts the spell, so he looks just like Cather. And oh. then he, he starts walking up the stairs to the stage and goes, Oi, that was I had to use the restroom, but I found my way back now. And then he walks to the center stage and says, he winks at Havel like that. Havel just kind of like, <sighs> it's so. <laughs> hey, Cather's not here right now. <laughs> you, you know, you know, um, Cather didn't talk. 
for very much of the interaction. I think it should stay that way. Don't worry. <laughs> I won't. I won't say anything. Um, I just wanted to make sure if they're watching us that they weren't suspicious if they saw Cather leave. This is so he came back. You see, I won't right. say anything. Don't worry. I'll just stand here. Right. Also, nice hat. <laughs> Thank you. It's new. Um. So. I didn't really get to talk to Malora or Catherine before they went, um, but, um, and she's gonna kind of, like, run down to the pit first, okay. real quick, and find Tarak. He's sitting there very patiently. <laughs> I have not <laughs> You just see, like, Renaya, like, bust in. Tarak. You're blowing my cover. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'm I'm probably going anyway. Okay, so, um, you deserve a lot more good, and you don't forget that. And she runs back up, and then she's gonna run up, um, to Edward, and she's gonna be like, Ka, I mean, <coughs> oh, Edward, um, okay, uh, the world is very big, and you need to go see it, okay? And then she's going to go to Havel, and she's going to go, Havel, I need you to tell Melora and Cather. Tell Melora that I hope she gets to see a lot of greens. And then tell Cather um, that he's not a burden, and um, you, you've done a lot of good. <laughs> Ed, uh, Edward pipes up and says, Well, Renaya, that was quite nice, but I, my name is Cather. <laughs> Not Edward, and uh, yes, yes, no. You tell tell Edward that it's, for me. I will tell Havel. Edward it's a, that it's a subtle Irish grant, not ha a strange <laughs> southern. Have laughing, kind of takes Renaya by the shoulders and goes, "Why don't you just tell them that yourself?" not here and Melusine is gonna be here any minute now. And when you get back. When we get you back. Okay? Okay, but if I don't, will you tell them that? Promise. And he sticks out his pinky. Pinky. <laughs> uh, Trak calls from the from the pit briefly. Ramaya. Yeah? Come closer. Okay. And she kind of scurries over. <laughs> um... He looks up from the bottom of the pit, lifting one of the covers. <laughs> he says, uh, Renaya, you remember what I said to you after uh, um, you had that talk with Havel? Um, yes. Sacrifices are necessary to gain what you want. Never regret them. He loves the cover. <laughs> Scurries back. So well, this is it, I guess. Edward, please. <laughs> Silence. Shh, Cather. Cather, please, shut up. <laughs> and you, uh, Edward, holds up a thumbs up. <laughs> and uh, Renai, everything's gonna be fine. Okay, you'll get your opportunity to tell them. I promise. I don't I, I, I am fully aware, but I am not going to give up on that. 
for a while, okay? We will get you back. At this point, you can hear there's a little, ever so slightly, you can just hear a small thud on the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> like kind of like a dog trying to like get in. They just like scratch at the door, <laughs> or just like no, you get you can't quite hear that. It's more like there's a little... oh, <laughs> it's literally, <laughs> and that's all you hear. You're not literally really sure just... what it was or what. It was. <laughs> I have oh. wouldn't check that. He's, he's probably yeah. just the wood moving. <laughs> After <laughs> you, you realize that the time comes for Mel and Cena to arrive, and you all stand there, almost holding your breath, waiting for her to come back. You wait. You wait. She's distracted. As soon as. A minute, minute 30 passes by, like, the actual time. Havel immediately assumes that something has gone terribly wrong, because this never happens. <laughs> Havel goes, Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, we need, we need to get going. Something, something happened. I swear. No, okay. People in this line of work... People in this line of work, people like her, they're not late. That is not something that they do. We are past our time. That means she was either held up, either Cather or Melora or whatever might be held up. Something might be going on. Something uh. might be wrong. We need to get going. Come on. And like, Havel's just like, with a hat, just like, holding onto it. Just <laughs> <laughs> Ed- Edward turns to Renaya wide-eyed and just kind of shrugs. Like... Renaya just kind of grabs Edward, starts, walks over to the pit, Turak, we're going now, and starts Oh, oh, oh okay, alright. <laughs> Climb my way out of the pit. I- Edward goes, oh, where are we going? I go to the main end. So I go sorry, to the main I have to. You open the door, and immediately feel something stop, and then slide. Oh. And then Ginger, like, crawls out from behind the door. And Renaya's then... gonna go and scoop up Ginger. Oh, but she just kind of, like, lays down. <laughs> oh, does Ginger notice that I'm Cather? Yes. Yeah. At which point she, like, very confusingly looks at you and then, like, kind of gets up, shakes a little bit, and then hops over to you. At which point she disappears into his shoulder. Oh. <laughs> I say, well, hello there, Ginger. Stop. Um, and then she jumps out, clearly confused and freaked out. I hate you so much right now. I, I hold out my hands. I'm like, come here, Ginger. Come here. Come here. She crawls up into your hands. And goes, I can't speak squirrel, but where is Melora? No, 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 she, no. And then, and then she'll go over to Ginger. She's like, Ginger, are they okay? She can nod. <laughs> oh please, you think squirrels can't talk? I also crowd around and I say, Watch that, Ginger? <laughs> Little calf of stuck in the well? <laughs> Point the way! Point the way! Looks down at Ginger. Squeak, squeak, and a squeak, a squeak, a squeak. Squeak, 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 squeak. Yeah, she kind of like nods and then like crawls into your hands, Havel. Um, which, which way? That way? <laughs> that way? 
Alright, let's think this through. First of all, let's get somewhere where the witch wouldn't see us if she did just magically show up because she's a witch. Let's right, start with right, that. Right. Allie. Right, I love Allie. Okay, okay. Um, you guys look around and all the buildings here um, on the inner side of the back side of the third ring are all very, very tightly packed together. The alleys are only about two feet apart. <laughs> and on the opposite side, Edward, as you know, is all of the royal estates for the most wealthy families. Um, they're very, very large. Um, and so there's not really a place to hide on either side of those. Um, you guys would have to go down to... Um, a different area. You could possibly potentially hide between some of the the temples mm. as they're a little bit further apart. You know, I don't believe that she knows that you're fellows. You do have an estate here, right? Uh, we we shouldn't go oh there. Uh, do okay, DM. Do I know a faster way down to the second level or anything like that? As a, as a Mr. Fellows. No. It's okay if I don't, because I'm not used to that. Okay, cool. Oh, Edward, Edward, Edward. Where's your dwarf friend? Uh, shrug. Oh, uh, it points down to the second level. Doesn't say anything. Nah, that doesn't help me at all. Let's go. Let's go. Um, we need, we need, go. Um, uh, let's just go. Second <laughs> level. It's, it's the best possible option. They went a direction. We go. Great. Second level. Perfect. So you guys... Uh, make your way east around the front side, passing the fellow's estate once again. Um, once you get past the arch, it does. Um, you guys enter into a downpour before making your way down past the temples and down the staircase into the second level. Where are you going? Um, duck into an alley. Oh, you guys duck into an alley. It's not hard. There's plenty more space here in the uh, second level. Um, the squirrel. Ginger. Yeah. Um, that was her name. I apologize. <laughs> I'm like, I look at Ginger. I'm like... Any directions, other one? Any, anything, anything to help us? Can you lead us? Do you know where they were going? Ginger heard us talking about where we were going. Do you think she might have some inkling about it? She's a very what, smart what squirrel. What is, the memory, of a what is squirrel. the memory of a squirrel? Little did you well, know, they took the feat at level four. She managed four to make her way to you, cat. didn't she? Squirrel imp master. That's true. She did navigate her way to the theater. I need to find. Let's see. Is she a rat? A band of intellect no. and give it to the Ooh. squirrel. She's very. I wouldn't smart. call her a rat around Melora. Let's see. Let's. Uh. I mean, it's probably the closest to a rat. <laughs> they are rodents. Yeah. Rats are very intelligent. I I will say. And great. Yeah, we'll swimmers. we'll use the stats of uh, a rat. Which point? It's only a negative like three to intelligence. What about Rely a weasel? Smell, eh? Oh, a weasel might be okay with a weasel, huh? How about a weasel? Sure, tell you what, I'll only give her a minus two to it. Alright. Now, do, are you gonna roll for her? Alright. Yeah. Um, well, don't worry, it's an easy McKellops. Yeah. Um, Ginger will look up at you, Havel, and then um, kind of look around. And then kind of look back at you and just kind of lift your shoulders. Oh, no. Havel, Havel, didn't you say you could, like, track people? Uh... Use some... some... drock magic or something. I don't know. Think, 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 think. Oh? Um. Uh, uh, librarians. Librarians. Any... 
Dude. We don't no, need no, no, books no, 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 right no. now. We no, need no, no, to no, find. No, 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 no. Um, do, do I see any of them on the second floor? Anyone? Um, there's a couple. Um, you look out, um, and you can see just a little ways away, probably about 100 feet away, there is one dude sitting there on, um, what looks like, uh, just some bags with a coat draped over him, trying to stay as warm as he can in the Okay, rain. all of you, stay right here. Um, Ginger, stay with Catherine, not Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, flops into his shoulder. Yeah. Um... Ed, uh, Edward looks like, un- well, Edward as Cather looks like kind of uncomfortable and like kind of like leans away, even though she's on his shoulder. Yeah, she's on his shoulder. <laughs> okay. And Havel's gonna scurry on over, um, <laughs> trying to stay as you know inconspicuous as a tiefling wearing very flamboyantly rich clothing can be. And a hat. And torn a hat through torn horns. through his horns. Um, yeah, it's rainy. Yeah, though. it's fine. Oh god, his clothing's wet. Um, <laughs> uh, Havel's gonna approach the librarian and go, You. You. Librarian. Librarian? I. What can I do? How in contact are you with the rest of the pages? I can't be what I need to be. I need to know the location now of two people. A redhead with a bow wearing a very fine dress and a an elf with a vendetta and a whole lot of armor. Uh, I saw them go up the stairs. Just now? Just probably about uh, 10, 15 minutes ago. Onto the third floor? Onto the third level, yes. What the? They had two, they had two kids with them. <laughs> what are we doing here? And he takes a gold coin and he tosses it to him and he goes, you're a good man. And then he like, turns around and goes, they are, they are on the third floor. Well, well then what are we doing here? I, I, apparently, I don't know. Apparently. Okay, let's go. To the third floor. Quickly now. <laughs> so you guys, by the time you get up to the top, you're a little winded. As now you made your way around probably about a half a mile and then down the stairs and then gone back up the stairs, which is probably about 60 feet of stairs in and of itself that you're not even going back up. Where are you going? Wait, what are we doing? The, uh, of course. They would go back to our inn. We're all there. Let's go back to the inn. I thought that we didn't like it there. But that is a centralized location where we're that's, that's That is our best bet. But, but it's okay. We can, okay, we can what, go. I'll, look, I'll believe you. Edward Edward dispels man. and says, oh, I guess we're far enough away, and I don't like looking I like swear. that anyways. And then he says, and then he says, uh, now, wouldn't it make sense for if the witch met with the orc at the at the Sunrise Inn, wouldn't it make sense that maybe the witch would go there to ask questions if something went wrong? I don't know if that's the best choice. We just I, I don't have know. to investigate all of our options. We know one place here. That all of us know. I say we check it out. If they're not there, we go. If he is lying to me. Okay, fine. I know how to find them. Let's go. (laughs) So the witch shows up. It's not my fault. (laughs) So you guys book it over to what you know is the gate to the sunrise suite, and then begin making your way up. What pairs are you in? Oh no. (laughs) Um, I go through nine. (laughs) (laughs) Edward, you and me. Just like old times, I guess. And steps on the pedestal. Would you like me to carry you? (laughs) Please, no. Anything but that. No, please, no. 
So don't touch me. Don't look the other oh, way. Oh, <laughs> DM, no, DM, don't I do turn this around. to us, DM. Which one of us gets stabbed? You all begin game going up to the Sunrise Suite in your pairs. And it takes about 10 minutes before you arrive on the ledge. The gold bar merges with the bars at the top of the little pedestal. And you are allowed to enter into the Sunrise Suite. At which point, upon entering in, you can see nothing in there. Nothing? What do you mean? You go in and go back to where your rooms were. And Catherine and Melora are currently in um, either of their rooms trying to dry off the kids. I mean, I don't know. I would have said we just went into like Melora's room and just were drying off the drying off. I I thought you, I thought you had something else entirely. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) As you step in and go towards the rooms, you check each of them before finally getting to Melora's room. At which point you look in, and the first thing you see is a small gnomish boy with thin features. I'm I'm drying him off with a towel. And he is kind of shaking his head, and as he opens his eyes, he sees you, at which point he immediately jumps away from Melora and goes, Renaya! And then kind of goes up and just hugs your calf. No, I'm, I'm going down to his level and just hugging him. Perfect. <laughs> he hugs you back. down. Um, starting to um, cry just a little bit. You can see there are small little cuts all over him and a couple of bruises, um, but he looks, in general, unharmed. Renaya's crying too, and she's just kissing the top of his head. Awesome. Yes, uh, Did you say that we could see two people? There are two kids? Two kids. There's what you would assume is Samuel, and then this other smaller girl, uh, a little bit on the heavier side, um, sitting there, currently being dried off by Cather as he's trying to admire Do her. Do I recognize her? You do not recognize her. Okay. Is that, is that Samuel? Did you find them? I... You actually... I, you actually... You actually found I, them! And... And Renaya's... She's actually here, and... The, the witch did so, win! Uh, let's, let's we, not we did it, get ahead right? of ourselves. I assume Ginger got to you, yeah. Where is she? More. At which point Ginger jumps off of uh, Edward's shoulder oh. and goes over to you, uh, Melora. I hug her. He brushes off his I shoulder. I hug her and I, I put her back on my shoulder. Now, we came here because this was probably the safest place that we could think of. However, I didn't think we should stay here for very long. <laughs> and I didn't know how long it'll take until the witch knows what happened. Renaya. I didn't know what it was about, but I think I saw Malice fighting some sort of large black-horned Uh, 17. Religion check? Go for it, Aaron. Ooh, me too. (laughs) Sure, whoever wants to roll a religion check can. All of you. 16. Okay. <laughs> 14. Okay. I should. There is no reason why I should know this, but you never know. Anything can happen. Okay. Uh, none of you recognize anything from the brief description that you're given or from the brief amount that you saw. Alright. Alright. Uh, really fast. I'm going to do a quick once over of the kids to look for any sign of. Um, disease or anything that would look as though like orc meddling. Uh, roll a medicine check. Okay. Oh gosh. 
Meanwhile, Boy. Havel has actually left the room. Uh, not stellar. Wait. Twelve? Twelve? Um, you're looking through, and it seems as if they have, but no longer are being ailed by it. So it's still currently within them? It's not in them. Okay, so you can so see that there have been gone. signs of it present. Which specific one? Are we talking true damage? You can't, twel- you can't quite tell with the, with the 12. Okay, gotcha. What, what did you say, Havel? Havel has left the room, and he's okay. going to go find Jericho. Jericho, you search around for a little bit, and he's not currently in the building. That's not... That you can That's find. not okay. Oh, that, you know, that makes sense. He would want to not be a part of this. Um... As right. much as I would like to stay and chat, we should go. Well, here's here's a couple reasons why. One, there's a one-way ticket in and out of this place. Two, uh, this might be a good place for the witch to look around. She's done business here before, so I think we better leave while we can before we get trapped I, up here. but where are yes, we going? Yes, quickly, quickly. Where? Anywhere I know a but good here. alleyway on the third level. Let's try that. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Very yeah, quickly, I'm going to check the back room that he took me to. Okay, he's not there. He's not there. Are there books there? Um, you can see there is um, a couple different books. One of them you recognize to be um, one for keeping records. Okay, I open it. Um, it's it's still here, though. Actually, now that I think about it, it's still here. Okay. 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 Never mind. Never. You know what? Never mind. We're going to. <laughs> we're going to leave now. Um. Actually, no. Checking the last. The last group of people. Who? Um. What are the, all the names for the last like week? Say. The last week. Yeah. There is only one um, thing you put in there, and it's your six names. Okay. I tear out the page. Okay. And I fold it up, and I toss it into a fire. <laughs> uh, there's currently no fire lit, but I, we'll, we'll is there a say you hold on to it. Yes. I go into the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Is there a fire in the kitchen? Not currently. These lamos. Okay, never. <laughs> okay, never mind then. It's on my person. Whatever. I fold it really teeny tiny. <laughs> <laughs> You then meet up with the rest of them as they're making their way out the doors, um, carrying the kids with them, beginning to make their way out the building. building. <laughs> so, you guys all uh, begin to make your way out the building, onto the platform, at which point you all, two by two, make your way onto these platforms. You're able to hold the kids, so you don't have to worry about them taking their own platform. And- no, I was holding Samuel. Okay, perfect. The six of you, eight of you, go down and make your way onto the third level. Where are you going? Um... Away. Down. Second. Perfect. With you guys going into the city, refreshed, newly... uh, Together? Newly joyed and together um, and reacquainted with Samuel, we're going to end tonight. No! Um, And you all level up. Ah! (laughs) About oh real time. 
Yay, about flipping oh, time. No. About flipping time. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to do this oh. on stream. We're just going to roll for your health. Everyone's going to have to roll. Uh, oh god. You have to roll. It's gonna be Can great. we re-roll on ones? Uh, ones Ooh. and twos, I'll say. But you only Thanks, get one re-roll, so... Oh, it's not no. gonna help a whole lot. Why would you do this to us? <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Hey, hey, can, hey we, we found it, Samuel. We... As, as we, far as we know we right it. now, we've no, won. We, <laughs> we did. We we won D and D. We won D. We you guys won D. We won D and D. Campaign one. You want to take turns? The, it's the job we did it. Could have just taken we, six. Could have just been it. a six. Yeah, we'll go through. Um, oh, sick a ten. Oh, nice. I, awesome. So Aaron got a ten. I rolled a nine. Very oh, nice. We're doing this now. Mm -hmm. Yep, doing this now on stream. So now I have twenty hit points. Ooh. No. Oh no! I'm so scared. You get? I got a three. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Awesome, Grant. What's your roll? Edward. Edward got a one. You get a reroll uh, of one. Yay! But you only get one reroll. Edward got a six. I almost said nine, but it's a D8. Nice. So, your do I add something to that? You're gonna add your constitution modifier. modifier. Yay, Drew, what did you get? Roll right now. Do it. Fantastic. Woo! Uh, Woo That's a nine. Oh wow! Uh, nice. And Havel, what did you get? An eight. Oh, so that's what? a total Woo! of ten. Yeah, I'm a, I got a total again. <laughs> nice. You guys have all like basically effectively doubled your yeah. hit points. It's great. Yes. Pretty close. It's all good. Right. I can throw hard things. Yes. Through. So um. Well. Mm. Yeah, that was our uh, episode five. It was obviously very, very productive for them. Um, if you guys like this type of content, we stream every Monday night, just like you know. Um, definitely check out next week's episode as we resolve all this tension um, and have them not be wandering in the night storm. Um, and we have a giveaway for our shirt as Hannah's showing off. Um, so just be Ooh, there for the stream. Ah. You'll, all you have wow. to do is enter a keyword. Um, I believe the keyword is going to be giveaway. Um, so just enter that word in the chat. You can only enter it once. Um, so don't try and do more than that. Um, and then at probably at the end of the stream or at the break, we're not quite sure yet. Um, we'll be giving that shirt away. Uh, but yeah, anything that you guys want to say before we uh, take off? <sighs> um, yes. Uh, Ooh, yes. Premiering uh, on the 14th. So next, not this Wednesday, but the Wednesday after it. Yes. Um, a second little mini campaign that we'll be running through the 14th of October into mid-September. November. Um, every Wednesday, DM'd by <laughs> me, uh, is uh, a little campaign I'd like to call Between the Rows, a Midwestern Gothic-themed adventure. Um, six episodes super, long. Super, super fun. Uh, for the first two episodes, um, by the way, all of this is uh, pre-recorded, so let it be known. Uh, but for the first two episodes, you get to see um, all of my players uh, cosplay yeah! as, the, as the characters. <laughs> so that was super fun. Um, yeah, uh, tune in. It, it's a blast. I'm having fun time DMing it. It is very, and it is yeah, very good. See you there. <laughs> yeah, it's super, super fun. Um, like you said, they'll be on the 14th. There are two-hour episodes. Um, there's going to be six of them total that will be going into mid-November, not September. Um, and yeah, so definitely check them out. Super, super fun. It's awesome to have Aaron DMing a little bit. Um, so yeah, 
definitely check that out. Um, anything else that we want to announce? Hi there, this is Grant. I play Edward on the Paper Dungeon on the cast. And uh, I would like to say real quick, if you are wondering if there is a way to support us, if you like the content and you'd like to see us spread our wings as a little uh, stream and uh, sort of a media assortment, uh, if you'd like to see that and you'd like to support the stream, then go ahead and check out patreon.com slash thepaperdungeon for all of your partnering needs <laughs> with the Paper Dungeon. <laughs> awesome. And we can also subscribe to us on uh, on Twitch, which would be super awesome, yes. too. I'm so freaking I am so happy. relieved. Oh, oh my I'm god. I'm so ready for the DM to tear away all this Something's joy. Something's gonna go so hey. wrong, but I'm gonna question. hold on to it. Can we title this episode, <laughs> Rania Catches a Break? <laughs> <laughs> question mark? <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ, Drew. Awesome. Well, if we don't have anything else to say, um, thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate you guys. We love you so much. Um, good luck and Godspeed, Dungeoneers. Yes. We'll see you yeah. next time. Yes. Thank you for listening to the Paper Dungeon Podcast Edition. You can find additional content at thepaperdungeon.com, and be sure to catch The Paper Dungeon live Mondays at 7pm Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon. That's Mondays at 7pm Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon. Good luck and Godspeed. See you next time, Dungeoneers.